Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the NerdCube podcast for the 10th of whatever month we're in, 2016. Woo! Woo! Today! It's called the podcast now. Not the oh, podcast. Yeah, we've actually decided Sorry. on the uh, pre show, which is exclusive to the live stream. Uh, we've decided that this is now the podcast. Uh, we are, we're all currently in go-karts racing around a track with very good sound counselling. So, yeah, yeah, it's now podcast. Did you just pretend the pre-show adds some value that people ought to come and see this live for because they get lots out it of it? It adds a lot more value than any pre-show WWE Why has ever put on. Why are we trying to sell the live stream, though? It's completely <laughs> worthless. Uh, I think the Twitch chat know why we want to sell the live stream. It's for the awesome introductions. Oh, yes. <laughs> Anyway, what did you want to start with? Because before the, before we even started recording, you were like, well, I want to start with this. No, I want to start with this. No, I want to start with this. I want to start with a game about a procedurally generated universe where you go around in a spaceship and explore and find strange new creatures and have to fight for your survival. And it's exciting and interesting and well made. So I played Starbound, finally. It's very good. It's, it's come out of uh, early access and it's been properly released. And it's it's changed a lot. Like, now you can actually build your ship up and get a crew and stuff. Oh, I'm totally involved. Totally into that. That is an incredible game. I'm really, really enjoying it. Anybody else played Starbound? I vaguely touched it. I mean, isn't it kind of just Terraria? With, yeah, it's it? it starts out with a, like a story. It's actually got quite a story focus now. Which is oh, quite, like you start you start it on Earth and it's like your graduation day at Starfleet and then they get attacked. You're like one of the only survivors of Earth, and so you're like flung to a planet and then you have to start. You build like a little shitty base while your ship's battered, <laughs> and then you start building up from there. And actually, it feels like it is very Terraria, but it's actually it, it, you know it's actually got a story. I've got a drive with it, so I've got a feeling I'm actually going to play a little a lot more than I ever did Terraria. And I played quite a lot of Terraria. I quite liked it. But it's that actually, is one yeah, hell of an opening. If you if you start off thinking, ah, oh, it's lovely, I get to graduate today, there's six <laughs> billion other humans on this planet, <laughs> nothing can go wrong yep. two hours later. Why, cruel world? Yeah. Pretty good. I'm kind of enjoying it. It's, it's like, you lit- they literally get attacked by, like, tentacles. Like, just standard. Like, what I would draw if someone said, draw octopus tentacles, that's it. That's, like, what you get attacked by. But it's, Yeah. Maybe different people get procedurally generated different things they're attacked by. They'll just drop dead on one of them and other stuff. But yeah, no, I like that you get a bad ship. I like that you're then sort of slowly building your ship back up and then you can apparently get crew and stuff. But uh, yeah, the, the first planet takes a little bit while to get off. But it was nice to actually be on a planet and actually feel like, oh shit, I'm really fucked right now. Well, it's more of a building game as opposed to a survival game. It, I, like, no, it actually, time. because you have to keep eating and stuff as well. Like, you have to... You do, but I mean... It, it made me... Instead of, like, Terraria, where I just go around and you just got to worry about health, I actually did focus on building up, like, because I, when I beamed into my first planet, I don't know if everybody gets the same planet when they start, but it had, like, a little ruined tower quite close to where I started, so I sort of, like, inhabited that and then built a little farm outside it. And from that, it kind of... It felt a little bit homely... And then I would warp up to my ship every now and then just to check on it and stuff. I'd be like, oh, let's just do it here. And then warp back down. Or actually, I was using it just to fast travel because it always beams down to the same place. So you can explore one way, beam up, and then beam right down again with all your items. Super so fucking you, useful. At any point, you can teleport back up to your ship. Yes. But you were sleeping inside a ruined tower. Yes. What's that? Now, it's- I don't want to point out the small <laughs> mistake you made there. But if it was me, I'd sleep in the sterile, secure environment oh, in space. Oh, the ship is not a sterile, secure environment. It's it's literally a wreck. There are bits falling off of it. I don't trust it. Is the reason I'm not staying up there. Like ah. it's not like oh, it's smoking a bit. Like there's huge chunks of it missing. So sort of like it's got massive like cracks and shit through it. Like every time I go up there, and it's still there. I'm like, ah, oh. 
that's an interesting. That's a, <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. When you'd rather actually sleep in the crappy, broken-down tower than in your spaceship, I'd like to then that, that is saying something. I'd yeah. like to point out, John, that someone in the chat has pointed out that you don't think India exists. What? So, as what? a result... Well, you said six billion people, not seven. <laughs> so apparently India doesn't exist. <laughs> Why just India? India? Why if we have to get rid of one billion people, did this Twitch person think, yeah, fuck the Indians? Well, no. Yeah, it start was, with Belgium hey, and we work from there. Start thinking, with Belgium. <laughs> how many people are in Belgium? Oh, my God. How many times? It was India or China. That's what I went for. Fuck okay, what if we get rid of Belgium, the whole Netherlands, and Luxembourg, <sighs> everyone? Anybody who immediately goes, fuck the Indians, is clearly an American. Let's just point that out. Let's just put that out there now. <laughs> it needs to be said. Belgium's, popu Belgium's population is 11 million. Okay, so, so that's over 1% so, of the way so there already. Jack Shiptakai's amount of subscribers, basically. <laughs> wow. Shit. Wow. I'd have done my research though. Um, Belgium's entire army is only forty-seven thousand people. That's their. <laughs> that's all of their. Forty-seven people. Forty-seven thousand <laughs> people. That's across all the branches of their military. How easy would it be to take Belgium? Uh, America could do it. Just yeah. Anyone could flights. do it. Just be like, hey, American, we own you now. Bet Trump would. But it doesn't matter mm. because he's actually he's dropped out of the running now. By the time the vote goes up, I'm kind of hoping that's the case. You know, when mm. you go, hey, we should kill Hillary if she gets in. You're probably not going to last very long. Just, say, just saying that there's, there's like, no like way out, you can right. read that other than... Because he's like, hey, when she gets elected, oh, the Second Amendment people could do something with her. Like, this is... The, I, no, I want to I plant a flag here. Because, ladies and gentlemen, today's the first day that me and people who are in the NRA agree on something. We're, there, we're just kind of... We're both there going, oh, okay, like, no. Trump, no, that's, you've clearly, that's just a thing, that's a bad thing you said there. The, the problem with Trump is he doesn't, I don't think he understands the weight of what he's saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, he says this as like an offhand, casual, like, I don't know, comment, you know. Oh, I, no, I think he's, he's doing it masterfully because Trump doesn't want to win this election. Trump coming in second place is the best thing for Trump because it makes him the most money and money's what he cares about. That's literally it. I mean... It's like he literally just... If he becomes president, that's actually a job he has to do. Like, that's a job he'll have to do. He doesn't want to have another job. He just wants more mm. money. And if he comes second place, it bumps up the Trump brand. It gives him a hell of a lot of FaceTime exposure. He's on every fucking news network almost 24-7 these days. So, mm. yeah, no, this is... Second place is exactly what he wants. So, basically, he's got to the point where he's gone, right, we're, uh, I'm at the top. I'm now running for president. It's time to absolutely torpedo myself. But you say that, but you still got loads of supporters. Yeah, and they'll all watch Trump News Network when he sets that up immediately after the he the um the election was stolen from him, robbed because people didn't use pens. Yeah. So as a result, Hillary and her Hill drones changed all the votes and robbed him of the election. Oh, the only and the Hillary only place they can get legitimate real news that isn't from those libtard censorship something <laughs> something something is on the Trump News Network for real news for real Americans. Yeah. You watch I mean, it happen. You I did watch follow, it. I did follow Donald Trump on Twitter because I want to hate myself several times a day. <laughs> mm -hmm. I mean, I like the thing where they found out that all of the tweets from himself, the angry ones, are tweeted from Android, while all the sensible ones tweeted from, like, iPhone. <laughs> like, the ones that are just like, hey, I'm on a TV show tonight. Here's a picture from iPhone. But all the, like, I fucking hate, you know, Jews are from, like, <laughs> Android. Interesting. Oh, so a lot. I'm a fan of that. <laughs> yeah, no, I think I think he's. Uh, I mean, I hope he is because you don't 
go up on that stage and say that. That's like that's literally like what dictators and shit do. That's like that's mm. literally at this point probably worse than Hitler. No, he is legitimately saying I alone can fix it now. Yeah. Like I thought there was something Obama mentioned sort of in the DNC, like saying, Oh, don't trust anyone who, who says I alone can fix it. And I always thought like that was an offhand comment from Trump. But no no, he actually specifically said I alone, I alone can fix yeah. it in a rally. Like he specifically said that. Not as an offhand thing, he specifically went, no, I alone can fix the, this country. Like, very, very poignant. There's a, a beautiful video. I am uniquely qualified <laughs> to fix the macroeconomic state of one of the biggest economies in the world. By building yes. a wall. There's a wonderful video I saw of um, uh, John McCain. You may remember him as a runner-up from a few years back. Uh, so, uh, some some terrifying woman stands up during one of his rallies and says, Oh, Obama's an Arab and a rah, and a rah. And he, he just takes a mic and goes, No, he's not. Stop being such a fucking idiot. And it's a beautiful moment. <laughs> and then literally, like, the same sort of question happens against Trump. And Trump's like, Hey, this guy! And you're like, Oh, that's the difference. That's the... That's like... That's the... Because what happens, like... Left-wing right people don't want to get on. Trump is just shit. Like, you can't debate anything with Trump. You can't argue anything with a Trump or a Trump supporter. Like, he actually widens the divide between left and right politics and makes it harder for anyone to work together. Like, if you someone goes, oh, I'm a right-wing person now, you go, Trump, Nazi! It just, it's, I mean, it's in your head. I mean, some sometimes I accidentally shout it out, but it's, it's largely in your head. And like, you know, I want I want the nicer politics. We actually actually have ideas and don't just go, Muslims! Ugh. Like, well, this is... This is an annoying thing that one party has to win. And essentially, yeah, one party obviously does have to lead the country. But for, for politics to work properly, you need to have multiple parties that are all contributing. Yeah. Like, because to, to, to you know, represent everyone's interests. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start uh, doing some stuff to that thing soon, maybe. I'm thinking about starting a small political career. Just a short one. Get a thing done and fuck off. That's my plan. I, I want I, What I really want, right, is I want to have... Like, this is going to be really totally crazy, but in this country, the UK, I want it to be when you vote, that vote gets counted for something. I want one person to have one vote, and then it all goes on a big pile. And you go, right, count the big pile. And that's that's kind of what I want. That's that's the you, very simple you thing. You would love the Irish system of voting. You'd love the Irish What do they do? Uh, it's proportional representation in a certain way. It's like you you list your candidates. But as well, in, in um, unlike here, every region has, like, you know, three, four MPs mm -hmm. as opposed to one. Yeah. Oh, well, that'll happen. So, if everybody gets to vote, like, if, if you could vote for anyone, you wouldn't have to do tactical voting anymore because your seats would just get counted. Well, no, that's it. And so, applied. Then we would never have a straight parliament ever again. We'd have a parliament made up of two or three parties at once. Oh, no, no, no. Your Irish parliament's a mess. Like, they never have a majority and it's a mess because they always have to do coalitions and there's like 12 parties and it's a mess. That sounds great. Good, that's what a weak parliament, uh, weak politicians are good politicians because they can't oh, break no, it anything. Is. Because it, it, it works very similar to British politics, aside from, you know, you have four MPs and well, TDs, and um, it's just, you, you rate them, and then whoever's last, they go, okay, we'll scrap all those, we'll do a second count, we take all the votes, and take all the second votes, and then recount, and then you're often you're like 14 counts. And it takes fucking ages to count the results. <laughs> like, it takes like a week. Yeah. And then like after the week, it's like, oh God, we have no minister for this because we have no government. Oh God. But it's like, you know, it's fair. So, whatever. Yeah, I'm not trying that sort of system. I mean, the other one's mm -hmm. rubbish. Plus, it would be kind of fun to kind of watch David Dimbleby just try and stay awake doing BBC One Live for seven days straight, and he's not allowed <laughs> well, to have right, a break or go to the bathroom. The there's thing. no commercials. He just has to stay doing that for seven days. You could then make a reality TV show about David Dimbleby staying up late. Like, dear four, David Dimbleby <laughs> is counting with his fingers. 
<laughs> he's slightly <laughs> at this point the sleep effects are like being on one tab of LSD you know it just, it's just still well, what accent are you trying to give the commentator of the big brother house there? <laughs> this is my Japanese accent that's not going to be sure I'll be back <laughs> I kind of veered between like German and Jamaican and Indian there. There's <laughs> some lovely German Jamaican Indian citizen. Dear Seven, today we have a bobsled team. That's so, yeah. It's, I'm just going to try and encompass the whole nation with one accent. Someone in the chat says, "Let's talk about Theresa May." And has Theresa May actually done anything? Uh, no, she, she's referred she's... to her cocoon state. After <laughs> feeding off of the careers of that. <laughs> like, I heard, like, she came in and then I literally heard nothing. I don't think she's done a single thing. Well, she, she the one thing that was supposed to happen, she, she's cancelled. Because she, she's basically said, yeah, remember that nuclear power plan? Uh, maybe not. Oh, that one. Yeah, but, so there was supposed to be one thing that actually happened over the past couple of weeks and she got rid of that. There, no, there is, there is something else. There are now smoking craters where all the schools and libraries used to be. Oh, so that's, that's mm-hmm. a thing that's happened. But that's not really hit the news because, you know, the guy who's trying to become President of the United States of America said to assassinate the other candidate if mm. she goes in. <laughs> it's hilarious. Uh, and I think someone fun. was supposed to be making a decision about Heathrow versus Gatwick and they've said, uh, That sounds like maybe a fight not. I'd watch. Just planes crashing into each other fucking <laughs> just above London. <laughs> oh, come on. When you put the money on Heathrow, it's got, literally, it's got more runways and more planes. Yeah, that's true. Gatwick doesn't stand a chance. It would, Gatwick but, can only start the fight after it makes some tactical but, know, alliances with Stansted and the other small... Here's the, the thing, small, thing small right? All you got to get on the blower to some uh, Black Lives Matter protesters. Heathrow shuts the fuck down. <laughs> that's all you need these days. Just, yeah. Do you want people to be really fucking angry at your cause? Yeah. Call up this thing. I love that. You do that in this country. I'm like, yeah, I, can't, I get it in America where, you know, the police are shooting black people every five minutes. But here, where there was like, oh, there was one five years ago. Like, okay. Well, actually, I, saw, I saw someone crunch the numbers, which was when, when the um, they were interviewed on TV, they said it's because they're, um, you know, while we don't have the endemic problem of people being shot, we do have the problem that a disproportionately high number of black and minority people um, die in police custody. And then someone crunched numbers for the past year and they realised that um, black and uh, minority people who died in police custody were about 10% of the of the total deaths mm-hmm. and about 13% of the entire population. So statistically, black and minority people in police custody were actually slightly safer <laughs> than white people. But they just hadn't checked the numbers before they did the protest. Wow, that's, that's amazing. Which, which I thought was unfortunate. Yeah, you got to make sure that you're not just protesting for the shit hell of it. And don't take out a main road where ambulances and shit go. That's the stupidest fucking thing. Someone in the chat has said, why do you pay attention to American presidency? I, I don't even know anything about British leaders. Why, why is it important for the British? You don't know anything America? about British leaders. I can answer you know, that question. I know why you don't know anything about British leaders. Because you've had an American education. I, I can get to that question, which is, in the event that Britain wants to start a nuclear war, we basically can't without America say so. Yeah. But in the event that America wants to start a nuclear war, nothing to do with us. We can't stop anything. America's probably, especially with Trump, is the only country that's actively talking about starting nuclear wars right yeah, now. There's a reality TV star in America, don't know if you've heard of him, called Donald Trump. He has said that he'd quite like to bomb the families of just uh, terrorists and stuff, because that's not how you breed terrorism. Uh, the uh, they assassination like terrorist families or something. Yeah, he mm. basically he's terrifying, and his only qualification for being president is there are enough lunatics in your country, and you have all the bombs. 
So, you know, it's you th- the problem is, yeah, you think we just see this as the commissioner for the world police election. Yeah, you know, it is because a lot of people like a lot of you know, Americans kind of act like, oh, it's America's in the country. No, it's not. You are world police. Mm-hmm. You, you are the top of the food chain. <laughs> you are, which is also kind of their job, because as long as they're doing that, other countries don't need to spend as much on the military and no, stuff. Oh yeah, no, that's completely fair. But you know, at the same time, it's like people are like, oh, we don't, I don't care about Australian politics. Like Australia, don't. <laughs> the top world power. Do no, you buy a lot of kangaroo meat? No, then it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> now, now, Australia provides a lot of base metals that produce mobile phones and other technology. Great. Whoa. <laughs> it's so exciting. You say that now. If Austra- if Aust- if the Australian Prime Minister is listening to the podcast, he's like, "Well, I'll show them," and he just shuts his country yeah, down the for a is, month. This podcast- and the supply of phones shuts down immediately. This podcast is two hours long. That's fifty percent longer than any present has lasted in Australia in the past few years. Like, they were, by the end of this podcast, there'll be a new one in, and you have to start again. You can't do it. It's too long. See, there was an Australian politics joke for you. Hey. Right now, someone is just running across the outback to a kind of just a pool somewhere. Oi, Mr. Prime Minister! <laughs> Andy! <laughs> so was he from Mary Poppins, that person? I was just Gem- trying to Gem- reference Gem- the Simpsons, Gem- but I can't do much sense. <laughs> the Australian episode of The Simpsons is one of my favourite. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, yeah, so basically, that's why we care. Because you think you rule the world. Like, that's 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 genuinely the reason. The thing is, though, they kind of do. Yeah, they can. Yeah, that's, 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 you know, it's, the, that's the trade-off. Like, they're going to spend huge amounts of money on the military and have the biggest, baddest military in the world and have military bases everywhere. And as a result, we don't need to bother spending as much on the military. And so that's to our advantage. And to their advantage, it means they get to project force and economic clout and do whatever they want economically everywhere. So it mm. kind of works for them, too. It's fine. Yeah. Apart from when they decide to elect a reality TV star. Except yeah. when they decide to re- elect the person who repeatedly asks his security consultants, but why can't we nuke other countries? Yeah. Because that's the point where it gets really scary, and it stops being a case of everyone else saying, eh, America can do what it wants to. Wait, hang on. That th- This affects us and everyone, oh, and, the six, I- and the six billion people that are left, because I hate India. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, no, cut that bit out, cut that bit out. <laughs> Can I make a clarification as well, right? Just because we are, we really fucking hate Trump does not equal us liking Hillary. Just to clarify that. I like Hillary. It is. You like Hillary. I like Hillary. Go on. Yeah, that's pretty much it. It's just, it's Ooh, just... someone's, get, someone's getting nice and aggressive in the comments following the line of, don't you guys understand how the president works, checks and balances? Yes. There's a lot of good checks and balances in the US, except when it comes to military action, where the president can th- actually do quite a lot unilaterally with executive orders yeah. and do a lot of really, really bad shit on good, his own. Good West Wing episodes about that. Really good. Episodes. Also, honestly, right. For, for the president, they are more of a figurehead for the country. Yeah, there's not a lot they can do politically in a lot of ways, but they are a figurehead. And Donald Trump has not a good figurehead for anything. No. Because he's representing the country on the world stage. He's a negoti- He is the public negotiator. It's like for having that Boris Johnson as foreign secretary. Imagine the mess that would cause. It just oh, you wouldn't want to do that, would you? Gosh, he's gone really. very missing over the past few weeks too. Maybe wherever Theresa May's hiding, Boris Johnson's yeah. hiding with her. I would like to point out that that's because the Tory party is smart and they've got everybody. Shh, 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 shh. Labour's exploding. <laughs> Let's watch. They really are. 
Like, I like, I, I honestly was, like, confused and thought I'd maybe wandered back in time and into America in the 1950s <laughs> and 60s when I turned on Channel 4 News tonight and the headline was Labour accused of being infiltrated by 200,000 Trotskyists. <laughs> it's like... I'm sorry, has McCarthy risen from the grave? Yeah, why did you wipe out India? You where where exactly were you hiding 200,000 Trotskyists? <laughs> I'm not sure there are that many Trotskyists in the world right now. They're all dressed up as horses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just think the bees have gone. I don't know. God. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I just, yeah. It's all a big, massive, mess of horribleness. And speaking of No Man's Sky... Uh, now, fuck it, I don't want to talk about that. Let's talk... Hey, I've actually hey, done hey, some reading actually, about... No, I know, I, I want to say one thing about No Man's Sky. Oh, good, that's more than I do. We, we should get we, this out of the way, we should get No yeah, Man's Sky. Uh, I, yeah. I want to kind of comment on one thing on No Man's Sky, which I find fascinating, which is... On July the 12th... Uh, sorry, July the 7th, actually, um, No Man's Sky went gold. They proudly held up a CD and posted a picture on Twitter of everyone cheering and looking really, really happy. Yeah. Then a month Not later... Not everyone in the world, I mind. That was a hell of yeah. a selfie. Everyone yeah. look up. <laughs> Obviously, only six billion people. We're not inviting those other billion. I don't like them. Um, so then a month later, August the 7th, um, they decided to release all the past. They released the um, the patch notes for version 1.03, which I should add, of course, is still the point where technically it hadn't even launched yet. This is the period between going gold and not yet launched, where they released the patch notes for version 1.03, where they made some very minor tweaks. You know, in the last month between uh, actually having having finished it, because they worked on this for five years. They worked for five years, so it went gold, and then in the final month before it even launched, they made the following very very tiny last minute changes. Which is, they've added new endings, they've changed the overall progression system, uh, the universe generation has changed, the terrain generation system has changed, the creature spawn rates in terms of diversity and density have changed, the planet hazards have changed, they've changed inventory system, the inventory allowance, the trading system, the survival mechanics, the combat balance, the scanning mechanics, and the script. Yeah. Which I've actually been through the game and I think that's everything. I can't find anything they haven't changed. They have literally, in having worked on a game for five years in the last month, just said, screw it, we will change everything. And that is slightly worrying. It's not, that, just... that, was, that was announced and released two days before it released on the PS4. Yeah, but fuck people who have shitty internet connections is the general Dan, didn't way you have a theory about this? Did I? Shit, I have a lot of theories, Matt. What was my theory? Yeah, it was the DRM theory. Oh yeah, I wonder if they've actually done this as a, as a Sony thing. If Sony's going, look, this is a game that's going to be pirated to shit. If you're on a, or maybe someone's gone up to them and gone, look, if you don't have DRM on it, why don't you just not put half the game on the disc? So if they do crack it, <laughs> they've got a shittier copy. Hmm. Might be a thing. You never know. And we'll never know. And a lot of people are like, oh, because I've seen this argument everywhere, because apparently it's awful. A lot of people have gone, um, oh, it's, uh, it's, Sony fund it's Sony funded it. A lot of people go, no, Sony didn't fund it. Sony paid for the entire marketing for that game, which I would... I would easily bet was more money than that game cost to make. Oh yeah, like by mm, oh, quite yeah, totally. a way. So when you say Sony didn't spend any money, Sony Sony spent a bit of money on that game. I'd say I, Sony I need to make a bit. correction based on something that just actually came up in the comments. Uh, people have correctly pointed out um, that they haven't actually changed literally everything, other than the progression, the endings, the universe, the creatures, the inventory, the planet hazards, the allowance, the trading system, the survival mechanics, the combat mechanics, the scanning mechanics, and the script. They haven't changed the FOV. 
That's true. Um, that that <laughs> is exactly the same as it was. Don't worry, it's still nice and tightly focused, so you don't get distracted by things off to the side of you. Yeah, because yeah. everyone likes to play a game where it looks like you're looking down the lens of a fucking sniper. Like scope. It's, it's a game. Where it's like look at the scale of everything. Look at these big planets. By the way, you can only look like nine. The field of view is just nine. <laughs> Look at the scale of it, but then kind of turn slightly to continue looking at the scale of it, and then just keep turning, because it's going to take a while. But eventually you'll get the scale of it. It's fine. Yeah. I had an interesting thought about No Man's Sky, because we haven't yet received a review code. We've been offered a PS4 one, but Like I said, we haven't yet been offered a review code for the proper version (laughs) of the game. Um... Which is true, because seriously, a 50 field of view, which is what it is, is, is horrific. I'm not. I'm still not sure if that's vertical It runs at 30 FPS. It runs at like 15 Barely. FPS if you're boosting around a planet. Ugh. No, I have no interest in playing that version of the Slow game. Slow loading I'd times. much rather wait three. Yeah, two minute opening have load time. Have you seen the, the fucking um, draw distance? Have you seen even the right. textures? Like, I think the draw they claim they've improved stay. it. They claim it's going to be better. That's one of the changes well, in those 1. changes are out 0. now. Version, 1.2.3 is out now, so the, we, the video we're seeing now is the changes. Remember, remember, as he said, if you're playing an early copy, don't share it because it's not the game people will be playing at all. It's going to be completely different to... Someone in the Twitch chat said, did you guys see in the AMA on Reddit, Sean Murray mentioned the FOV. Yeah, he mentioned he hasn't added it to the PC version yet, but they're working on it now. <laughs> It's out in two days. Like, it's, like, many questions about that, but literally, if I make it a first-person game, the first thing I do is I go, right, let's change the field of view to something human. Because I want to... I don't want to see... It's the whole universe. I want to look up and go... <gasps> no, it's the whole universe. Hang on. and like, scroll across the screen like a fucking dot matrix print. <gasps> now I've loaded all in my fucking head. Yeah, it's... Uh... Yeah, no, this, this is that, that, the, this is the most incredible crunch time I've ever seen. They've got one of those hyperbolic in, in a month, time they've done that and They're still working. I bet they've actually worked out a way of entering this world and time's slower there, like in fucking Inception. That's what's happened. No, this, is, this is this is my big worry about the game, where it's like we're out, oh, we're working on the PC version. It, it's out in two days. We're adding much needed improvements. It, it's out in two. It's out in two days. Yep. What, what could you possibly add in two days? Yep. My big worry is a developer is going to die. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm deeply worried by the programmers at this point. This sounds like Peter Molyneux Neville bullshit requests, where he apparently just swanned into rooms and said, I want this, and then walked out without explaining how or <laughs> bothering to check like you know, what the timescales were going to be. I suspect someone's just done this. They've just kind of swanned in and said, yeah, we just want a completely brand new universe creation you know, algorithm. I think Can you knock that together it? in a couple of weeks? I think, yeah, I get think on what it. happened is when they were like, it was like, it was like five minutes, like, like about an hour before the game was supposed to come out. And they went, they went we've, we've done it, we've finished it, we have made an entire video game universe. It's a disc, and on this disc is an entire universe. And then someone turned to them and went, what are you doing in this game? And they went, shit, quick, quick, we have to fuck, fuck, fuck. And they had a month to add the game. That's, I, that, I believe that's how it's gone down from the reviews. Has anyone actually ever seen Sean Murray and Peter Molyneux in the same room at the same time? No, but that could be because they're playing No Man's Sky, and apparently even if you're in the same room at the same time, <laughs> <laughs> you don't see each other. Oh, I love that. Like, the thing is, I didn't, I didn't think it was an online game. I, I thought it was single player. It is. It's apparently it's just because it, they said that it's the servers getting hammered, but they also said the PC version wasn't delayed up until like a day before they, mm. the day before it was supposed to come out, and then didn't. It is, but it is pure Peter Molyneux that they did overtly state and make a big deal of the fact. Oh, it's very unlikely players will meet. Clearly implying players can, can yeah. meet. 
Like, if you're going to put that into the world, you can't be surprised when people call bullshit on you when it turns out there's Here's no the way deal, of meeting right? actually. It's deal. just updated server data. All the issues that I have with the way this game was done was with the PR and marketing. And that's all Sony's fault, as we've established. So I blame oh, yeah. Sony. Sony are on no, my shit list for this. If it didn't have all this overhype to it, it would just kind of be a mediocre space game that came out, wouldn't it? Yeah, see, that was the thing I was saying. We haven't got a review code for it yet. And then I was like, oh, I'll have to buy one. And then I looked at it on Steam and went... That's too much. I'm buying that. So if we don't, if I don't do a video on it, it's because I never got a review code. That this is, it's like, very rare that I look at a game and go, that's a, that's a lot. I mean, I'm into fucking VR. I'm like, oh, what's that's this? It's a hamburger game. You're a hamburger and you can flip yourself around. Twenty pounds, fucking bargain. <laughs> but like the, the you can actually it. spend twenty pounds if you want to um, be a uh, window washing simulator on VR. By the way, that's amazing. It's it's um oh what's it called? It's got some flipping pun title. Scra scratch your glass or something. I can't remember Shut what it down. bloody is now. <laughs> but no there is, it is genuinely just, you just wash windows. You but get taken up on a little windows. Window we've looped back to the eye toy. That's what we've done here. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> you just take, with one hand, you just do a little, you just do a little sponge and then you scrape off with the other and it makes a squeaky noise. And the more efficient your window cleaning, the more points you get. That's amazing. And I, I think it's it. pain in the glass or something. See if I can find glass. find pain and You know, pain. I realized like I I realized like seeing people play at No Man's Sky. I, I I think one of the big issues with it is a very hollow game. It's very hollow. Oh, can I can that. I make can I make say the thing that I said it was gonna be when it was first announced? Wide oh, yeah. as an ocean, deep as a puddle. But in this case, it's wide as a universe and deep as it's got nothing to it. No, yeah, but like I, I've just seen people. It's you go around, you go to a planet. It's randomly generated and it looks nice, but gear um, you know and you fly around it and you smash some rocks to get fuel yeah oh no it's, it's just a standard survival game apart from you can just fling yourself between sometimes identical planets. you find a random alien just living alone on a planet for some reason and they yeah they it's and things. there's lots of ships fly around and shit jim sterling has reviewed it and he's given it a score of five out of ten which is apocalyptically awful if we follow the standard scoring system of a how things do things, but that's it. He's, he's in his review. He said nothing ever surprised him. Every planet, right? Every, this is the thing that I don't like about it. Every planet's got life on it, pretty much. Does it? Yeah, pretty much. Because they said it was like, oh, one in a hundred planets is going to be have life on it, and one in a hundred of those is going to have like animals and shit on it. So it's going to be a really rare occurrence. But apparently, every planet you go on is just here's some is here's bumpy terrain and some trees scattered about the place. It feels like. Just like I, I wanted life to be, I wanted it to be like Dead Rock, Dead Rock, Dead Rock, Dead Rock, Dead Rock. Oh, how about this one? Oh, it's got a little tree on it, and you get really excited about that little tree. But apparently, everything is just teeming with life. Which you've kind of got to think like they didn't have much option but to do that because for every person who'd really appreciate the fact that life is precious and rare and it's a special occasion, you get. 99 people who would like play for two hours having not found anything they deem interesting would just leave a negative review and say boring game completely empty yeah, don't avoid but here's my thing because I'm kind of doing a game that's quite boring uh, doing a big game that I, it's very much boring and it's slow and I'm designing it to be boring and slow and anybody who's like oh this is boring and slow I'm like yes you're right the fuck off I don't care about you this isn't this isn't a game made for you I'm making this game to be this game and like and I, I feel like because this is a very niche game Fucking Sony again. If this, if Sony hadn't got involved with this, this game would have come out today and we would have gone, oh, what's this? And then we would have done videos on it. It would have got fucking seven, eights out of ten everywhere. But that's going to get like fours and fives because Sony just piled money behind it. 
It's 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 a really interesting. I'm, I'm the I think the thing about No Man's Sky is that years from now we're going to look back at it as a study of how not to do marketing, like how not to market mm. something so small and try and make it so big because it is just a. I kind of feel like it's going in two ways. Like I, I people who are on my um, Patreon, you'll see that I posted a picture of like the flow of the gameplay for the the game we're working on, one of the games we're working on, and everything goes to one point, and that's essential. Everything your player does goes to one point, and that one point is the thrust of the game. And anything I add, if it doesn't add to that, then there's no point in adding it to the game. But I feel that No Man's Sky has two of those points. There's survival and there's exploration, and they just don't really tie into each other. Like, they have, like, vague little ties over, but it feels like half the game's mechanics go to exploration, half of them go to survival, and there's very little crossover. And I know that that's so they can go, oh, it's, it's, you can play it any way you want, but it just kind of makes the game feel wishy-washy and vague, because you sort of want to do everything. It's a bit of a, a bit of fucking mess, really. Apparently, it's just, I just, all the terrain I've seen from it is like, oh, here's another procedurally generated thing. Look, it looks procedurally generated. Here's some animals, what do you do? Well, they, they're not solid, and you can walk through them, and they don't really exist. And they all, and mm -hmm. they, are, they are just a mishmash of like pre-generated parts. Yeah, see, that's what I think is missing from uh, this game compared to Spore, which is pretty much the exact same sort of thing. Apart from you didn't like wander around, you could always go and land on planets. Could you land on planets in Spore? Oh, that was one of the expansion packs. Like you land on planets in the end. But when you were going around and meeting all these other creatures and stuff, they were all designed by other people, and some of them were funny and some of them were weird. And it added that nice strangeness to the universe. Whereas it, it did have an excessive amount of penises, though. Yeah, but doesn't everything? It doesn't everything I mean that's comedy for you uh, it's <laughs> I mean you did just go around finding the planet of the decks and then the planet of the other decks yeah and then the planet of the two decks with dicks instead of legs <laughs> yeah that was great that was, that was actually no, I mean because they did do a good job of like the ones you could actually access had to go through their fucking filters and stuff so you didn't actually see particularly many penisy ones so I thought it was very, it was a, it was a much more interesting experience because you had that weird blobby, like pulley twisty, interesting way of building your characters up. But then this is just a bit more glue some arms to that body, this legs and that, and it's like if it's got loads of parts and they can have oh it's eighteen bazillion different combinations when really it's like just arms, head, legs different, mm. and it doesn't really you don't get that much variety. And you notice you'll notice the same head, mm. like you know I I I. I I am. Um, I forgot what to say. Okay. Brilliant. Maybe because it's the perfect head. <laughs> Maybe because evolution figured out it made the perfect head, so it doesn't matter where the animal evolves on whatever planet, it will always evolve to that head because it is functionally perfect. So okay. evolution will always get you to that same perfect head. Ah, remember what I was going to say. Right. You know, there's a, there's a distinct problem with game design and what consumers think will make a good game because consumers are bad oh, at Oh, they're the worst. Like, if, if it was playtesting that removed this, then it's playtesting that killed this game. But, like, there's, there's this general idea on, like, the idea of, like, ooh, let's have a scale-sized city. Ooh, let's have a massive universe. You know what happens in a massive universe? Very little. Mm -hmm. Like, this is why people make, like, most developers make these linear experiences. Be because they're interesting. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> also, I mean, it's also a problem with procedural generation. In that, mm. if you procedurally generate everything, then you've given up control. I mean, there is an art to procedural generation, and, and when something beautiful comes out of it, that's wonderful. But it does mean that everything's going to look kind of the same and not great, and you lose that artistic flourish like that. The game I was talking about, um, Abzu, Abzu, whatever the fuck it's called, is stunning. 
It is one of the most beautiful games, and I know it. I, I know that at some point, someone's. I actually looked it up because it was the bloody. It was the guy who made Journey. It's his next game, and it's much, much better than Journey because it fixes the problem I had with Journey, which was Journey tried to add gameplay and didn't need it, and this goes, ah, I don't need gameplay. And it's much better. But everything just looks like fucking painting. It's beautiful. It's like one of the... Wait, it's got less gameplay than Journey? Yeah. Because I said that every now and then... Journey fucked me off, like, a lot, because... Are you sure it wasn't just accidentally a painting you hung on your <laughs> wall and assumed was a game for a couple of hours? I wish, yeah, I would. But no, with Journey, like, Journey would be like, Oh, no, this isn't a game. This is like flower. It's just like you've got a goal, but you just float. To it. Oh, you missed that thing! There was a thing that you've been collecting, and you missed it, and now you can't go back, and now you're frustrated, and that's not an emotion we were trying to get across here because we tried to make it into a game. That happened a lot. Like, Journey kept going, ooh, puzzles, and it didn't really want them, whereas this one goes, no, nah, just swim and enjoy the fishes. And it's, it's fucking breathtaking. Like, I've not seen that many things moving. It feels like, you know where you get one of those, like, tech demos of this is what games are going to look like in the future? It feels like one of those. Super good. I really recommend it. There'll be a video up at some point soon, which I, so I had no idea said, what it was when I played the game, so the video is quite entertaining. Someone in the chat says, so people who play games are less important because suck them out. No, people who play games are, are just bad game devs. Oh yeah, if you ask anybody now <laughs> what they want from a game, they'd want We Happy Few, but the ship of We Happy Few. And that's fine. I mean, if that's selling and you want to make that game, make that game, but if you're not... Like, I'm desperately trying to not make that game, but I kind of want to get to somewhere that's a little close to it. I'm like, I know that, like... Oh, fuck, I don't want to say anything. But the stuff I'm setting up, I'm like, look, this could be taken in that direction, but we're not going to take it in that direction because we want to have it over here where we can do something interesting with it. If we take it over there, it's every other game. And you got to know where to tread that path. And I think if No Man's Sky was most of the planets are dead... Like, if No Man's Sky went more the truck simulator route... Like, because when you're playing, like, American Truck Simulator, there isn't a fucking car chase and explosions every four seconds. Like, if, if you've got the... And, like, you don't have to, like, stop off to eat and drink, and then you got to, like, pierce, and then you got to, like, hide the hooker's body. You don't have to do any of that stuff. But if you actually ask people what they wanted, that's what they put into the game. And you've got to separate that thing off. I mean, if, if they did get the backing from Sony, that may have pushed them into other places. But it just feels like it's bolted on all the survival stuff, and it feels really, like... I know, because all the survival stuff I've seen is, like how the number on the side of your screen goes down. In fact, Jim Sterling said that the difference between, like, a super cold planet and a super hot planet was, A, the colour palette, and, B, just what icon was in the bottom left corner. But that was it, and there wasn't anything. You just upgraded that thing, and it was sort of done. But, yeah. It does feel to me like 2016 is possibly going to be the year that hopefully people get a bit bored of there being just too many survival games. Yeah. Because there's a lot of survival games around now, and it feels like there are quite a few of them are getting a bit of backlash. Should we have a look at what the top sellers are on Steam? No Man's Sky, not surprising. RimWorld, not surprising. RimWorld's excellent. Play. I, I, I didn't. I just haven't got past that tutorial because there isn't one. I, I haven't got. No, that. There, there is no tutorial. I haven't got through that strength. I, you just eat shit for three hours, then start having a really amazing time. See, I don't. I don't. I don't like that. I, I, I need like for that. I need a run up. I need to be like I'm fucking playing Rimworld today, and then I'll sit down and like, play Rimworld at the end of it. I'm like fucking hell, Rimworld's amazing. But if I try and go into that with a I want to play a game for five minutes thing, I just can't do it. Like I've got to actually take time out of my day to think about Rimworld. And like look shit up and actually want to care. And see that's it just but I'm needs, glad it just needs a little that. bit of a prison architect style intro. Yeah, that's, that's all it needs. But they've done they've actually gone, hey, we, we're gonna do this our own way. And I'm like, great, you actually make like if they listen to me, they're like, oh shit, we should simplify it. Oh, no, no, just add a fucking tutorial. Like you can get to the things that I want, you need to just go around a different way. 
So yeah, that's mm. that's an important thing for game devs to listen to. Listen to player yeah, the, feedback. The, the, the beautiful thing about the world. solutions they want. The beauty thing about is it has the range to it, which is when you first start off, you are basically, when people join your camp, they can be completely naked and you've got to actually find a way to sew them a shirt so they're not just wandering around naked and your food will just spoil constantly. But as you build up, you don't just like build up like defences and a castle and whatever. You can start like doing technology and building power armour and rocket ships and blasting off into space and shit. So that actually feels like there's a real technological progression which I really like because too many like survival games, like the highest tech tier you'll ever really get to is just some decent armour, a good sword and a castle that monsters can't penetrate. But you can't really kind of like feel like you're building anything. But if you want to, you can build like a massive automated tech center with a space program in RimWorld. It just takes time, and I love that. Uh, uh, someone in the chat has just said that uh, No Man's Sky is a great game, but overhyped like Fallout 4. And th I mean, there are inherently different games in that No Man's Sky is by an unproven developer who's done nothing like that before. Uh, like they made Joe Danger, I think. <laughs> You know, you know, nothing. You know, pretty unproven. I do like, I do game. like that. If you like Fallout, if they did. They were the ones who made Joe Danger, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah. So they kind of went. We're gonna make a game that's like Excite Bike. We're gonna make another game that's like Excite Bike. We're gonna build a universe. We're like, whoa, shit! What the fuck happened to you guys? I don't know, but whatever it is, give some of it to Telltale Games. Because <laughs> oh, they, fuck. those guys need to get out of their little comfy ruts. Okay, we need to talk about the, the Batman game. Ah, oh, Batman. Do you just want to talk about business practices like a nerd, okay, though? First of all, um, I oh, here he goes, guys. Just come back in eight minutes. He'll be done. Come back in eight minutes. I'm gonna go for a drink while Matt rants. Fuck you. Right, look. I, I made a video about the, the way they do the business thing because they're selling them as a full product at the start now, rather than per episode, which means you're buying an early access game without it being an early access game. Anyway, I hate fucking Telltale games now because for some, some strange reason, right, this game looks and plays and animates and everything exactly the same as a game from five years ago, one of their games from five years ago. Yeah, is that because they're just making the same game because it makes them a shit ton of money and critical yeah, acclaim? No, it's, it's not even like, it's just the same, like, it's the same, like, five significant choices per episode. Yeah. It's so predictable. And this game, the reason The Walking Dead was good because was was because at the time it wasn't predictable. It was new. And now they're just doing the same thing. Over. Did you know that that is, is password to the Batcave in the Lego Batman movie? Yes, we know that thing. We know everything. Yeah. We know you. But um I kind of it just, you start there playing it. It's like it's like you get the five choices at the end. It's like, oh, did you choose to do this thing or this thing? And then I I watch some people play it, and it turns out no matter what you choose, the dialogue is exactly the same. Yeah, it's it's just aesthetic. So it it's a game that plays itself. There's a bunch of QTEs, which like it's like you start the game and it says press E to fire batarang, press E, and it just plays an animation. Like, okay. No, no, I have to correct you there. You, if you're playing with controller, it says press A. Oh wow. <laughs> So you can have two very different experiences depending on what control mechanism you're using. Like it's just QTEs and then like a load of dialogue and like I noticed like I, I watched I watched you I watched a video you did yesterday on it, John, where it was just like you chose the completely different responses than I did, right? Mm -hmm. It made no difference. Well, it never does in Telltale games because you can't expect when there's five episodes, episode one is going to end in exactly the same place and episode two is going to be in exactly the same place because they're not going to gate off even, whole it scenes. Even, it wasn't even end, that it ended in exactly the same place. It was that, like, things that it was like, oh, this is a significant thing. And no matter what you do or say, it doesn't make a difference. It doesn't matter. 
I mean, it, it might make like a bit of difference, like how characters treat you, but it's never going to make any difference to the wider plot because it can't, because they're not going to gate off content. Interestingly, Square Enix did have the balls to gate off content in Life is Strange, which is a much better episodic game. Yep. And if you messed up and characters died, then you actually missed entire scenes in subsequent episodes. If your Kate dies in episode two, you don't get a hospital scene with her later. Screw you, she's dead. They actually gated off content, said, you made bad decisions, screw you. Yeah. And they had the guts to do that, World and I admire change. that. And Telltale yeah, would never do that. They never want to change the game. And I'm sick of, like, just... Like, I'm a sucker for... T it's about, you know, the episode, these episodes are always about two hours long. So mm -hmm. you know exactly how long they're going to take, you know exactly how many things they're in. For the most part, I was just sort of sat there. It was a movie. It, and the problem is, they're not well enough written or acted to be a good movie. And... They don't have any gameplay to be a good game, so they're a bad game and a bad movie, so they, they do both of the things they're meant to do badly, so it's just bad. I think the level of waffle has been increased, which is yeah. like, when I was editing it out, I gladly cut out, like, half of the entire speech because they just yeah. waffled on and on and on, typically, like, establishing stuff about the Batman universe that... Hey, John. Surely everyone John, will know. John, 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 John. Yeah. Did you know Bruce Wayne's parents were killed? I now know that three separate times because I mean, it went because it decided. I think actually four separate times, like because it, it's raised twice in a row in the ballroom, and then it gets raised again when the picture falls to the ground. And I think there's a fourth time in there somewhere as well. It's when his like, uh, dead it, parents song plays on the radio. <laughs> no parents. <laughs> Best Batman. It's just. It's just ridiculous it's it was just the stupidest thing like in the end it just became so farcical when it came to the picture that fell to the ground he came towards it saying yeah that's gonna be his dead parents and it's like no i'm not having this so i just basically um i just edited in a photo of a cute cat over the top <laughs> instead i just had oh yeah it just happened to be a photo of his cat screw it i'm not having it be his bloody dead parents but like one of the things at the end of this episode is that there's a fight scene right and it's weird because in a game that you're expecting to be mainly about investigation batman mm. right it it does way more action scene batman than it like an arkham game would mm. but I, qu like, I quite like the you plan the attack ahead of time and link guys to what no, you want to yeah, bash them with that's kind of good actually no it, no it yeah but it's one of those things that kind of sounds cool in concept when you look at it you realize it, it's just it's just you you choose which animation are the two they made you want to look at Mm. Is essentially all it is. It makes no f difference to the gameplay. You're not doing anything different, and it's just a QTE. Jane, I'm but no, playing, the I'm, I'm playing, I'm playing Batman off. Jane. <laughs> right, here's the deal. Right, we, we know Batman. I've seen him a thousand times. There's currently 18 different Batman franchises all running with different Batman at the same time. Couldn't give a fuck. And I made the number up, no, but you know I, what? I, I think watched, that's pretty accurate thinking about it. I've watched some of the cartoon movies recently. Fuck, you want to keep up canon there? Fuck me. Yeah. I want to see the killing Ooh. joke, but that's because that looks like it's actually the first interesting the Batman The killing thing. joke. That's supposed was, to be terrible. Okay, it was okay as a movie, and oh. then I proceeded to watch The Dark Knight Returns, uh -huh. which is the one starring uh, Peter Weller as, as Batman. Uh -huh. And it's two and a half hours long, and it's... It's like the best one of like if the best one of the best if not the best Batman movie I've ever seen. Good. <laughs> Return of the Joker is better. It's like screw it's you. Like, it's Return of the Jedi is better. better. Like they stole a bunch of bits from it to use in Batman v Superman, but like and it does Batman v Superman, but there's context to it because it takes place like after the Justice League happened and all the shit happened at the Justice League and 
Bruce Wayne's like old and he's been away for 10 years and all this shit. No, old Bruce Wayne must be Batman beyond Bruce Wayne. Though admittedly, actually, the events of Dark Knight Returns do actually happen in Batman Beyond. He does acknowledge it. Oh. So that is that is all part of continuity, which is lovely. I like how the only anyway. Batman thing I ever said that I cared about was killing Joker and other Twitch chat going, It's shit, don't see it. All right, I'll continue. It's not shit. I'll continue, it's pretty, it's pretty, I'll continue to hate Batman. Right. It's fine. I don't give a shit. It's pretty all right. Do, 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 it's pretty do, all right. Batman. Well, right. I, I played, you know, I played, I played Lego Star Wars. What piece of shit the Lego series games are. I mean, fucking hell. I thought I thought maybe they'd be doing something new. And to be perfectly honest, they've added something new to Lego Star Wars. They've added cover-based shooting. With a lightsaber, that's impressive. There are sections where the game just goes, cover shoot it now, and it just crouches down and locks you behind a fucking thing and you just shoot things and it's just terrible. You know how games are Lego games? 100% challengeless at this point. They are made exclusively for kids. And that annoys like, me because they... I, every time I boot one up, I'm like, oh, maybe I, it's, it's been a while since I played a Lego game. Maybe this is going to be... Oh, God, no. The original Lego Star Wars, the original Lego Indiana Jones was sort of like the... Heyday. Well, they were the first there. ones. That's when they came up with the idea. Yeah, and it was like, hey, let's do a cute little game about Lego with some challenge where no one talks and they communicate in ridiculous props. Yeah. And it was funny, and now it's like, let's just rip clips from the movie. Yeah, they did that with Jurassic uh, World. I played all the way through that fucking thing. Oh, God. There's a fucking, there's a fucking Lego Lord of the Rings, right? And it's the fucking most dull thing because it's just Lord of the Rings yep. but in Lego it doesn't add any Lego charm it's just in Lego well it's, it's only the bits you can interact with are in Lego like, the rest of it's just but, sitting there but it's just like I'm sat there going Lord of the Rings is like the most like it's a very kind of grounded dull thing Lord of the Rings and I'm sat there going you could have made it fun with Lego and you just didn't and uh, what's the point I've never and heard what, Lord of the Rings being described as grounded and dull how, like how ground and dull can there be when wizards, like wizards sets, and dwarves you know. and dragons and? You know what I mean. <laughs> like you wander around and you, I get really annoyed because you know the way Dan, you, especially you, you complain a lot about like these worlds not being made a Lego. Yeah. Like that is just all of, of fucking Lego Lord of the Rings, just fucking hills, just yeah. normal hills. It looks very pretty. Yeah. I mean, Lego Star Wars looks absolutely incredible, but it's just yeah. I mean that's why I like Lego Worlds because it just looks like Lego. You dig a big hole and it's all Lego. And I, 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 I mainly just miss the the clever, like you know, kind of, kind of silent film dialogue. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, they still add the little bits of wackiness, but they tell it. They used to tell the story through it, which was very clever. And now it just feels like they've cheapened on it. Yeah, it really does. It feel it felt it used to feel a bit picture. I mean, but the game is just challengeless. I mean, you die and you just come back and that's sort of it. And there's a thousand unlockables. There's no point going for them because you don't get them all in the first try. Yeah. There's just a lot Lego of... Lego Harry Potter was good as well. And Lego Batman. I played a little bit of Lego Harry Potter. I mean, yeah, I mean, Lego Batman 2 and stuff. And they're like, overwhelmed. I was like, oh, that's interesting. Like, I've literally never finished a Lego game apart from Jurassic World. And I did that for a series. That's actually... I don't I, think... I, 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 I finished the original on the PS2. The original uh, Star Wars one. I finished that. But I think that's pretty much everything. The original Lego Batman's one of my top played games on Steam. I've got 60 hours in it. Bloody hell. Okay, yeah. I don't know why. It was years ago. <laughs> Like, if the game's going, oh, we're going to have a challenge, like, they actually should probably put a challenge in there. Like, they could just literally have a parents mode and a kids mode. Like, have the current version as kids mode, then have a parents mode where you actually have to, you know, watch your health and stuff like that. Mm. Shouldn't be shouldn't be the hardest thing in the world to do. Actually add a bit of gameplay in there would be nice. Be totally down with that. That'd be good. Thanks, in time. I mean, if you, if you want to make a game, like, again, like the fucking watery abzu thing, whatever it's called... 
then I've called that 15 different names in this podcast. But yeah, that game goes, there's no challenge, there's no puzzles, just enjoy the thing. I'm like, alright, let's enjoy the thing. But when it goes, oh, there's puzzles and it's not really there, I'm like, Arr. like the Right, the way you hack things in the new LEGO Star Wars, which is the, the Force Awakens one, is you just spin a thing around, and then when it's right, it just locks in. So there's no, like, fail state, you just rotate the thing until it's done. Just hold the button, and it's like, oh, there it goes, yeah, I did the puzzle by holding one button. Huh. Sorry. It's it's very it's that's the problem I have with the as the Telltale game is it's just very play itself you know yeah I mean you could probably set up a book to just you know hold the E <laughs> and it'd be fine <laughs> um, well maybe you need to choose your own adventure a bit anyway you don't need a proper choose your own adventure. you just need like five choose your own adventure choices you're done something but it's something. the problem is like if it was actually choose your own adventure I wouldn't mind but it, it's not mm. it's like imagine a choose your own adventure book but it's like all the options just say turn to page five. Doesn't actually make a difference. <laughs> What's on page five? I don't know. Next Whatever it is, yeah. it must be incredible. No, oh, fuck you, John. Nothing. Just nothing. Just Batman. It's just a picture of Vicky Vale making out with Catwoman. Vicky Vale. Vicky Vale. Uh, yeah. Vicky. That's uh, that's actually my entire goal in um, the new Batman series. I just want to, at some point during the game, ideally sleep with both Catwoman and Vicky Vale. I want to end up with both of them. That's Vicky it. Vicky Vicky as long as I can do that, I'm happy. Vicky Vale. Vicky if I have to like have sex as Batman with Catwoman and as Bruce Wayne with Vicky Vale, that's fine. Like that's fine because I think Batman might actually be Bruce Wayne. Like it's vaguely hinted at in the first Hold episode. What the phone? Whoa. I know. That's John. all I want. I love a mystery game where you're not playing as Batman, you're playing as someone investigating Bruce Wayne, and you know he's Batman because you're the player, but then you have to solve it as the person. He's like, I know it. I just feel it in my ass, and then you have to try and solve it. So you don't actually need the player motivation of why he knows it. It's just because the player knows it. Like, I, like the occasion, it. I, I like it when someone in the Batman universe discovers that Bruce Wayne's Batman. And they go, oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, no so one's ever gone, figured this out before. Yeah. I watched the small clips of the Batman vs. Superman film. Oh, right. Which was like my first exposure to it. Actually, I think it was the CinemaSins video of it. There's a lot of shit mm. in that. Yeah. Yeah. Later, no, I <laughs> watched Suicide film. Squad. Yeah. So oh yeah, that, we'll, we'll, show we'll take that. a first break after Matt's uh, uh, movie corner. Yep, went to went to the uh, midnight show on that. It was it's an interesting film because critics fucking hate it. Yep. Right, and the general public seems to fucking love it, and a lot of people seem to think it's okay or hate, like it's fucking oh, fucking everyone's ratings are all over the damn place, and I think it's very much because I think especially the critics and the general public thing, it's a very badly written and directed film, like from a production standpoint. Yep. Like, if you see a lot of films and you, you know, kind of know how they work and like that shit, you'll notice it and it'll annoy you. But if you don't, it won't. And you'll like it. I'd like to point out that the, uh, as much as they like it a bit more, users don't particularly care for it on Metacritic. Yeah, better than the critics do, but not spectacularly. Yeah. Because, like, it was, it was, it was just, it was weird because it's like a two-hour movie and the first hour is just them introducing the characters really, really slowly and then the last hour is them just going through this like fight area really, really fast. And it, like it feels like it cuts a bit out because it, it goes from this bit where it's like, ooh, ooh, these people are doing something in the city, and then it cuts to them getting to the city. And apparently, like, the, it, it, based in dialogue later, they assume you know like four days have passed, but they never mentioned that four <laughs> days passed because like the entire city's evacuated and there's wrecked planes everywhere, and it's you know, and they never really mentioned it at all. Yep. It's just sort of like, 
Everyone it's who like, was in the city is just kind of hanging out in the country. They're going, yes, six-day weekends. Like, it's, it's just... That's interesting. Hang on. I looked up Metacritic's uh, Metascore for it, which is 40, with a user score of 6.7. And then I went to see, like, how high the user score normally is. So, Finding Dory has a Metascore of 77 with a user score of 7.5, which is pretty identical. Hmm. And then Star Trek Beyond has a 68 with a user score of 6.8. Which is pretty hmm. interesting. Let's take Rotten Tomatoes instead. PFG, um, 66 and 6.1. So yeah, 26% critic on Rotten Tomatoes. And 71% audience, though. It's a weird film, because uh, the, the big thing I had a problem with as well is because, you know, there's a lot of superhero films, and you get you know, a bit sick of superhero films, you know? Yeah. So this kind of felt refreshing. It's like, oh no, they're villains. They'll be able to do it. No, no, they just acted like heroes. Yeah. Like, they weren't villainous enough. Like, there's many points in the film. Like, the whole thing of, of the Suicide Squad is that they have, like, bombs in the neck. Right. That they can be, like, blown up <laughs> if they, you know, defy their masters, essentially. Hmm. And there are only two people in the world who can blow that up, right? And there is a point in the movie when both of those people are just stood there with no protection. <laughs> and they all just go, eh. And, there's, and then there's another point where one of them gets killed, gets their phone destroyed. So there's only one person in the world with a phone that can destroy them, and they're just there, and they're just like, eh. You, they would just kill them. That is what they would do. They would kill them. Yep. But the, but the film was written in six weeks, so... Hmm. Oh, awful. You know what I actually found really interesting, which I haven't seen many people talking about, what? is the casting decisions that were made. In particular, that obviously like, this is one of the you know what's this the the third entry into DC's big DC cinematic universe mm. thing, and you know which they want to be a multi-billion franchise. They put a ridiculous amount of marketing budget behind. They want it properly, and like I assume you know I've never hired Will Smith personally, but I assume he's quite expensive to mm. hire. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna make that assumption. Margot Robbie probably is fairly expensive too, mm, and yeah, yet yeah. for the main villain. Cara Delevingne? Um, no, no, oh, no, awful villain. Right? A really yeah, but, no, no, but more importantly, a model with almost no acting experience whose biggest role was in Paper Towns, a crappy little indie rom-com that nobody liked. And they make her the main villain in the third big no, DC universe right. she, movie-verse. What the no, hell are they thinking? She, she was good as acting the, as the Enchantress, right? She was good in the role. The problem was the role was the weakest piece of shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, like it was just like oh she evil it was like it was basically like they were writing it and they went okay we need a villain who's a villain uh, Enchantress that'll do what but all do? the rest of them know, are villains too that's the, that's the yeah, thing that's all the rest of them are evil and villains yeah but it's like this very this is so little depth it's like what does she want to do she wants to destroy the world why eh it's particularly yeah, it's unfair, there. given, of course, she got very, very little attention before, and all the trailers made a really, really big deal that the Joker was going to be the villain, oh, and all, then okay, wasn't. All of the scenes that Joker's in in trailers of the scenes he's in in the movie. Yep, like, if that's you've seen it. All the trailers ten the minutes. In, you've ten seen minutes everything. done. Yeah. Awful. Awful. Which is just, like, that's, that is maybe not quite We Happy Few E3 trailer-level lies, but Kay. pretty close. Yeah, it's, very, it's a very... A lot of people like it. Like people in the chat, like uh, the, the problem is, I, I I don't recommend it. But the the the, the uh, literal fact is, there's a probability you'll quite like it. Mm. So um, I mean, it depends how much you care about DC law and actual like how movies are made. Like like if you care about a, a movie having good like art direction and 
good direction and production, then you'll hate it. But most people don't, so... Mm. I mean, D- Dan, you'd hate it. Good. Fuck, you'd want to... Pi- you'd want to fucking... I, I would be it. bored. I don't care for people. Oh, I know, yeah. I don't care for people and things. Mm. Shall shall no 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 but okay let, shall we shall we restore a bit of hope to Dan's shriveled heart for one moment? Okay, Dan, no. how are you feeling about Just Cause Three Bavarian Sea Heist DLC? Uh. Oh, <laughs> never mind. Like, oh, I just <laughs> never mind. There is no hope. The shriveled heart is shriveled too shriveled. I think Just Cause Three is great, but I still don't like fucking DLC. And I've played both of Just Cause Three DLCs and gone, yeah, this is still not a thing I particularly care for. It's like, all right. Me. The problem with the Just Cause 3 DLC is it doesn't really... I mean, I mean, it adds stuff technically, but it doesn't really do anything different to what... Yeah, yeah I mean, they, Just Cause oh, 2... They added too much fun stuff into the base yeah, game, I, so there's I no way for the them issue. to go. Just Cause 2 was like, nice and basic, and then 3, the, 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 the DLC for 2 was a little bit more wacky, like you got that nice air propulsion gun and stuff, which let like, you play with the physics in a new way. This new one's kind of gone, have a new kind of gun! I'm like, I don't want a gun, I want a toy. You give toys, you should give me toys. I was like, here's yeah, the big, the big like thing the is it's a satellite strike. It's a satellite lightning weapon in the new yeah. C ones. Like, but but we had a we had a, like satellite orbital strike. I got in a nuke in my back game. pocket. I we already had fuck. one. Yeah. Thought, if you if you want to hit something from the air with a sat strike, you already could. I did like that the mech. I like the mech with its force powers. I've spent a fair whack of time flying around being oh, silly with the fun. mech. That's the yeah, best I think they completely they, they completely run out of stuff to the sea high, so it's just a massive oil rig thing with a lightning gun in it. I think That's they span it. those round at some point. Because I wouldn't end on the sea one. If you say air, land, and sea, air's the one that's going to get the more attention and be more interesting, land in second place, and sea in third. No one ever goes, ooh, hope the new GTA's got boats. You know, no, no one gives a fuck. That's like really far down people's list. So I assume that was going to be the middle one. But I feel that they've switched one of them around at some point. Uh, the show hasn't done land, sea, and air. Yeah, that would make sense. That would be the order I would release it. <laughs> nope. Land, sea, and air is... I mean, but I assume it's they wanted to sell more of it because it was under... I, was, I always felt like... It's, it's Square really Enix. Like, if it didn't sell 18 bazillion copies, it didn't sell enough. That's how no, they roll, I, I always... With, with Just Cause 3, right, I, I feel it's one of those games that suffers from much like... No Man's Sky, and even to extension, I was playing Space Engine before, and Space Engine, they want to make a game out of Space Engine, and frankly, I think if they make a game out of Space Engine... It's called it's amazing. I played that again this week, because I was like, alright, I'm setting myself a baseline for No Man's Sky. Thing is, Redina's in a single solar system, isn't it? Yeah, that's what makes it fucking amazing. It is. (laughs) This is the problem. Space Engine would be terrible as an actual game, because it's too big. It's it's too big. It's great as a... Redina fits my open world rule, which is no more than ten minutes from corner to corner. This is on the, the fastest setting. The fastest vehicle, 10 minutes corner to corner, you've got yourself a well-sized map. This is the, the this is the big problem with, with these big games. And Just Cause 3 is, is a problem in that it goes, look how big the world is, but it doesn't feel big. It's weird, it gives you a weird sense of scale. Because everything, well, everything's built for... The slowest form of transportation you have in Just Cause 3 is a fucking wingsuit. I know, but it's the problem I have with it is everything's massive, but it, nothing looks big. I think things look big. I think it's because see, what I do when I build up Just Cause Three is I open up my wingsuit and piss around and just fly around a bit because I yeah, think it feels I do as well. fucking incredible. It, it's incredible, That's but it I feels like, like it. they, but it feels like they made that one mechanic and then built the whole world around it. But 
didn't bother putting any other real. I would say that the world of Just Cause, or anything in the world, the world of Just Cause Three yeah. is built for that wingsuit first. They went, we've got a new toy, we want to build the world for it, which I, I think is an amazing way of doing things. Yeah, but they didn't put anything else in the world. No, that's yeah. the problem. If you, like, see, if you see a farmhouse over there and it's like, I'm going to land and see what's in. No, there's going to be nothing in that farmhouse or that field or that garage or anything because there's it's never just... anything anywhere. Yep. Because there's no real collectibles and nothing worth collecting. Like Just anywhere, Cause Two, ever. it did have a lot of like. Because there were a lot of different biomes, and you know, and there were a lot of kind of little secret bases, and there was the cool Lost Island, and there was all this shit, and there's many how many. Oh, it's got a lot of Easter. It's got a lot more Easter eggs three over two. It does, but not. It's got not, a lot more silly like, stuff in it. Yeah, but I don't really. Oh, silly. Fucking, the fucking shit up with the pogo stick is my favourite thing. Trying to get a pogo stick across the entire the planet. Is, like, just because three is good for you, because they very much make your own fun game. But I wanted to give me an objective and be like, hey, here are some fun ways to do this objective. And this is the same, like, I think John mentioned this a while back as well, like, the idea of, you know, you can pick a bus up with a, a helicopter and use it as a battering ground, but it's a really inefficient way to do stuff. It's just easier to... I think that's not... where Just Cause 3 would fall down for... I mean, if... if what you want to have with Just Cause 3 is you want to have the... The, the bases, as much as they're fun just to repart, because I go, oh, I'm going to do it this way, just if I can... The bases in Just Cause 3, they, they need to have, like, a variety of what the kind of bases are. Like, you wanted something where actually getting a bus... Like, you needed, like, a hole in a rock that was, like, a vent. It's like, hey, if you clog this vent up, it's going to explode a thing. So then you'd have to go and get your bus and smash it through and then stick it down a tube. Or mm. pile a few cars in there sort of thing. They needed to fit a bit more bases. Because mm. it's... The tool set is amazing. Like, Just Cause 3's tool set, the stuff you get is amazing. Grappling hook... Uh, with the reeling is a brilliant thing. They just needed to build a few more bases that use the tools more, like force you. Yeah, use you, don't, the tools. you don't get rewarded for creativity. I don't think. It was like enough. yeah, it was like that cargo plane that you can fit like twelve cars. It's like well, yeah, no but, point really. Yeah, and like I was actually, I was just thinking like last night. I just like I saw that you just did um, Saint Row Two. See, so you just saw I saw your Saint Row Two oh, video, yes. and like very first room, you can pick up the wheelchair. Yep. And throw it. Yep. And that is... And picking just random stuff up and throwing it is an effective tactic you're rewarded for using because it's a powerful thing that will kill people in one hit. Yep. So you are rewarded through creativity by a fun thing that's also useful gameplay-wise. And I think that doesn't work in Just Cause as well. You can you can toy around with things and make kind of improvised weapons, but they're almost always vastly useless next to the generic tools you've just been given. I think I think Just Cause Three and Saints Row Two have different things though. Is that I will boot Saints Row Two up and then like I can play the game. Like there's a lot of distractions, there's a lot of things to do. Whereas Just Cause, in fact, Just Cause Two is the same. When I was done with the thing and I get through the thing quite quickly, then it's just a game I boot up if I want to enjoy like the little bit of physics that I enjoy. So in Two, it was mm. the grappling hook and the the the, the parachute. And this one is the wingsuit. And that's what I really get out of those games is it just becomes a little, like a little strange thing. Like a lot of people are like, oh, I finished Just Cause 3 in 10 hours or 20 hours, wherever long it is. And then it was done. What do I do now? And I'm like, well, you're done. That's it. That's what I like. I like a game to be done and draw a line and the, be... The problem is though, Just Cause 3 is just a, like a, a 40 pound wingsuit game. I'm totally down with that though. Essentially. It felt... No, I, yeah. yeah, but I... I... That's what I want. Like, Why it... do people make more of those things? It's, t- it's very shallow is the problem. Yeah. But it, it. I want something with more. No, no, no. You see, it's you not. Know. It's not that it's shallow. It's that it's like it's narrow. Just Cause Three. It's deep. It's There's narrow. a lot of tools. It's it's literally the opposite of a lot of problem that a lot of games have. Is it gives you a lot of tools, but doesn't give you a lot enough form. Like I can deal with this a lot more because then you can go and 
you could do this sort of stupid shit that I do in my videos and do challenges and shit. And you could actually then go, oh, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna see if I can put a fucking train in a plane with a car on it and do, you know, the mad shit that you can do, which is yeah. rewarding itself. So it's it's deep, but it's just not very wide. Mm. That's the problem with Just Cause. Uh, in fact, all the Just Cause games. That's that's the way around they have it. Especially three though. Three feels like it's just narrowed even more, backed itself into a bit more of a. I corner. think it just had yeah. less towns and shit in it to blow up. I feel like I got through it a lot faster. I don't know if that was because I was super excited for it or anything. No, yeah, I, I my, my total playtime just because three is 44 hours, and that is 100%ing it and doing all the DLC so far to 100%. Uh, my Just Goes 2 one's probably about that long. I spent a oh. lot of time playing it, but it's, it's uh, yeah. I don't know, I, I like it. I, I'd rather have tools. That's what I like in game. I'd rather you give me lots of interesting tools that collide in interesting ways. Yeah, but uh, yeah, they need to reward you, though, is, is, is what John was saying. Yeah. Kind of... the, no, the, I, I'm also I curious as to where they go next. Like, I totally understand. Like, when people are like, oh, it's a 7 out of 10 game, I'm like, yeah, it's great. It's a 7 out of 10 game. I, I think 7 out of 10 games are where you put the experiments. Like, because mm. the 7 out of 10 is supposed to be average, but I think a lot of, like, games that are experiments sort of fall in there. Like, the original Mirror's Edge was very much a 7 out of 10 game, and that was because it was a failed experiment. For a lot of people, it just, was failed. Just because well, 3 kind of feels like that, but just because 3 kind of feels like they built a world and a wingsuit mechanic, and then kind of forgot to build a game around it. They built the really. tools first. And I know yeah. they built the yeah. tools first, because when I was uh, with Just Cause 2, and I was, I was getting into Just Cause 2, uh, they, they were absolutely like, oh no, we know the next tools for Just Cause 3, we just haven't, you know, we've got to build the game around them. Mm. But like, you see, in, in a game like Mirror's Edge, where the mechanics are the game, it kind of works. But in a game like Just Cause 3, you need to Yeah, be but then, Just Cause, yeah. uh, then Mirror's Edge, which sort of, Mirror's Edge is the perfect depth to width, Think because it was it wasn't particularly long and they weren't particularly deep mechanics. It fit. Mm. Then they went, we've not got particularly deep mechanics with the running jump in the ship. We're going to make it an open world game, and then it is too wide and not na- well, not deep enough. Mm. You got to have the right shit. That's that's how mm. things. I've still not played Mirror's Edge: Callist. That makes me feel mm. weird that there is a sequel to one of my favorite games ever, and I'm not bothered to play it yet. You know, I did ask for a review code and they didn't send us any. I got I got one, but it was for PS4, and I was like. Eh. <laughs> that's that's how like the thing it's like there are two things that maybe go uh, it's like PS4 code or origin code if if either those come up I'm like uh, I'm gonna have to look at my origin password <laughs> you know just that's like, I've got a code for um, Star Wars Battlefront for origin and I'm like uh, that's how that's that's alright if I can't be asked to boot a thing up and type in like a 16 character code then I, that's just how little I care about that game probably a good so, sign mm. Probably a good sign. There is one segment we did want to do tonight, which you definitely shouldn't forget. Is it hashtag fuck Nintendo? Yes, it's fuck Nintendo news. <laughs> Watch out, Jim Sterling. We're stealing your idea. Hashtag fuck Nintendo. Who yeah, would like to start with their fuck Nintendo news? You should start because I am eating a cake. I actually want to point out there's a wonderful comment. Yeah, yeah, rub in uh... the fact that you've got a cake because somebody loves you and actually made you a thing because of their love. <laughs> cake yeah, does equal love. Rub it in. Rub it in that somebody loves you enough to make you a cake. Why Moist don't cake. you? Very good. Just Dan, just Dan gets his cake and just awkwardly rubs it into your crotch. <laughs> Alright, Matt, write your friend Whoa, that, on your own That time. cake escalated quickly. <laughs> I hope it's a nice, moist cake, otherwise this is going to be a very uncomfortable experience. Oh, I hope it's uncomfortable. What were you going to say, Dan? I like this comment from the Twitch chat, which was, Dan was less whiny when he was 22. I just I just like that specifically 22, like before I'd done YouTube videos, like they knew me oh. personally or something. Oh. I think I'm not too whiny, I'm eating a cake. 
Or do I mean less whiny, like, voice-wise? Yeah, maybe I'm Paul's hand job before then. I mean... Oh, oh he's a good mm. cake, though. John. Yeah, Especially yeah, John. yeah. John, so, so, on today on, so today on Folk Nintendo News, I'm going to start off with my bit of Folk Nintendo News, which is uh, the Metroid Database, which is the biggest Metroid fan site on the internet, which has been running for 20 years at this point, was served with a takedown notice, which has been confirmed to be legitimate since. There was kind of originally thought it might have been a spurious claim. No, it's turned out they have confirmed it is legitimate. They spoke to the solicitors. Um, the reason why the entire site has been requested to be taken down is because they were briefly hosting a Metroid fan game, which was a fan kind of not really like a remake so much as like a game that was very closely inspired by the Game Boy game Metroid 2, which was kind of snezzified up, recolored, but they added lots of new areas, new weapons. Like it was maybe, you know, it probably does not fall under fair use transformative or even close to it, but it was definitely not just here is a ROM that you can download from us or anything. There was, you know, a lot of fan work that went into this. Because they were hosting it briefly, Nintendo, rather than writing them requesting they take it down, have decided that they're just going to shut down the entire site forever. Aren't they fucking Because lovely. Nintendo are dicks, and Nintendo have kind of been just kind of thinking, you know what? I really, really hate YouTubers that love our game. And I hate Nintendo. our fans, and I hate our fan community. I hate fans so very, the, the, very the much. Problem with Nintendo, right, is, like, the, the marketing and, like, game development department seems to be completely separated from the legal and business department. Like, yeah. completely. Like, they're in separate countries doing separate things and they never talk to each other. In, in this age of the internet and fans and fan communities, you mm. cannot do this. Yeah, you, but according to that takedown, Nintendo said, the unapproved use of Nintendo intellectual property can weaken our ability to protect and preserve it or to possibly use it for new projects. Oh, because yes, of course, because their remake of the game. game Boy's Metroid 2 was coming well, I mean, any I mean, day I mean, now. I mean, and no. they've been doing such a good job as the stewards of the Metroid no, franchise really recently, <laughs> haven't they? Federation Force. Everyone can't wait to get their fucking hands on Federation Force or Other M. Can't wait oh, no. for that to come out again. Released? Wasn't there like a football one or something? Yeah, Federation remember. Force. A game that doesn't feature Samus or story or anything anyone would want to play Metroid for. Fuck it. No, but there is the, there is the whole you know you need to enforce your trademark to keep it, isn't there? Yeah, but they're not trademark anything. It's a fan site. Yeah, going, oh, Nintendo are just Metroid. falling further and further behind, and they are in you know they've they've had many many quarterly losses floating around recently. They should not be in the business of pissing off their biggest fans. The that is, should not be what they're doing. The if they had the people... any sense in the world, they would like every other, like you can you can tell when they're making YouTubers like you know we can have opinions and we're biased because we live on the internet and we're YouTubers and whatever. But you can generally say a company's making a stupid decision if ninety nine percent of their competitors who are doing better than they are are doing a different thing. Mm. And every other publisher in recent years, pretty much almost without exception, you know, a few small holdouts like Quantic Dreams, for example, have basically said, hey, you know what? Fan communities and YouTube channels and stuff are really, really useful. We should basically give them a blank slate to do what they want and not get in their way. And over recent years, the pendulum has really swung in our favour, as publishers have said, we are basically a useful part of the infrastructure. Not Nintendo, not those dicks with their Nintendo creator programme, where they just fancy having 40% of Nintendo, your income. Is it very much feels like Nintendo. I, I, it, I imagine the people making these decisions are the very kind of, like, very traditional Japanese businessmen. Mm-hmm. 
like very traditional Japanese style business, mm. which is very kind of, uh, I wouldn't say class based, but it's very hier- hierarch- hier- fuck, help. hierarchical. Thank you. <laughs> you made that I, word up. It's very much a thing, sort of like where, you know, people below often higher up execs who've been there for, you know, 30 years won't. If they make a decision, they won't question. Yeah, that's a lot of the attitude in that sort of business world, and I feel like you know the sort of Nintendo, whatever the creator program, whatever it's called. I feel like that was a compromise between like the people going, "This makes perfect sense," and the old business guys going, "We don't want to do this." I think mm-hmm. it sounds like the best they could do, and it feels like an unfortunate thing where you just have these, these kind of kind of people stuck in the past, there running everything, and no one's willing to question them. It's huge to about. Someone just commented Nintendo is a freaking monopoly. No, Nintendo is not a monopoly. Nintendo is a small fish that currently holds a few, a handful of valuable franchises. Uh-huh. Absolutely, Nintendo Go proves that they still hold some very, very valuable evergreen franchises. But they do not have anything close to a monopoly. The sales of their consoles proves that they have shed a lot of what used to be their biggest fan base. And some of their franchises, through misuse, have like Metroid, have basically become not as valuable as they used to be because they've been trashed through neglect. Like, Nintendo, there's no sense have some form of monopoly that means they're in a secure position. Here's the thing, I'll get onto my bit of fuck Nintendo news. Excellent. Nintendo takes down Nintendo Power Collection from Internet Archive after noticing it. It's Polygon Online, which I think is quite scathing. Uh, the old magazine Nintendo Power from the 80s and the 90s, the Internet Archive had uploaded lots of them, over 100 issues. Nintendo saw then, and after as soon as like, Nintendo noticed it, a couple of months later, they all had to be taken down. Because issues like of an old magazine are going to infringe Nintendo's... Like, what the, what the fuck is that one doing? Like, if they're going, oh, we're, it's got Metroid in it and we want to own all the Metroid words, then you can go, oh, fine. But, like, this one? Like, this is an old magazine that you made. You know, given like, this has actually happened twice, like, two takedown notices in the same week, it kind of feels like someone in Nintendo's legal department has just used the internet for the first time yeah. and has found a lot of shit they do not like. Yeah. They just kind of blew Nintendo the dust off Google. the top of their computer, said, let's go on to this, okay, Internet Explorer... Okay, what Nintendo? <laughs> Find me Nintendo, no, no, please. No, no, no. You missed the step where they insert the shit? AOL disc. That's a very important step for a <laughs> Nintendo person. Insert the AOL free trial. Got loads of those. <laughs> Let's see how many followers the Nintendo MySpace has. <laughs> Is 200 good, Jimmy? Yep, that's good. Okay. Jimmy. And the Jimmy, yeah. traditional Japanese name. Jimmy-san. Yeah. Jimmy Jimmy. Meanwhile, back okay, and I shit the Nintendo Live Journal account. <laughs> but what do you mean? It's, oh, we moved to Insane Journal. Okay, the Nintendo Insane Journal account. Lovely. Yeah, well, good luck, developers of Pokemon Uranium, which is a, a fan game that took nine years to make mm-hmm. that just came out uh, a few days ago. Good luck. Enjoy your uh, takedown. Yep. But on the plus side, they apparently invented a hundred new Pokemon, which normally I'd be very dismissive of, but given Nintendo have just announced there's going to be a sandcastle that evolves into a bigger <laughs> sandcastle in Pokemon Sun and Moon, Matt, really? find... No, seriously, Matt, find this. Find this and put it on the stream right the fuck now. You just know go, what? Go you to know what, John? You know what, John? You know yes. what, John? I refuse. 
What? Why? I want to see it, Matt. Put it on go the to sarahb.net and go to their sun moon section. They've got pictures there. It'll be on their homepage. I'm going to have to edit it into the vault. Oh, God. One edit. Fuck huh? me. Go to sarahb.net. How the fuck do I spell that? Um, like Celebi, but the Japanese version. Has that <laughs> like <laughs> celery, but with entirely different letters. S M S E R E B I I dot net. Fucking how, how the fuck? <laughs> why did you think I'd be able to spell that? Because Sarah, how else would you spell Sarah B? I don't. I didn't even know what you were saying. Sarah B. Look, that, it's in the chat. Stop saying Sarah B. Sarah B. Sarah B. Not Sarah B. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Sarah B. Doing what, mate? Fuck. I'm on the website. Where is it on here? It'll almost certainly be on the homepage. They'll pull up. Everything is on. Literally everything is on the homepage. I'm going there now. Or you could just just. Oh, there it is. Oh my god, it's a haunted sandcastle. It is. It is. Is it a ground ghost? I didn't even see it's typing. I don't know. Oh, God. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Let's put this up. I like that they've got the old Pokemon and just changed them into a slightly different version. Oh, hey. this pisses me off so much, by the way. Audio only people. There's a link in the description. That fucking Exeggutor is now a fucking dragon. I love, I do The palm love... tree got taller and became a dragon because fuck logic and fuck Nintendo. Are you arguing the logic of what we just described as a haunted sandcastle? Now, let's be clear. I'm admittedly going to attack a Pokemon which previously was a set of psychic eggs that evolved into a psychic palm tree, <laughs> but I'm pissed off because it got taller and became a dragon. But somehow that's just the straw that broke the camel's back for me. It's I'm not fucking every, having it. In every science fiction, you can break like one rule and try, like to build your world, you break one rule and this breaks another rule and you can't accept that. So I'm not. I'm Pokemon. not having a super tall executor. That's how is a tall palm tree a dragon? <laughs> Fuck you. Who would it's not a, a dragon? A palm tree is not a dragon. That's, Matt, yeah. start a poll. Is a palm tree a dragon? <laughs> yes or no? Yeah, I don't like it because it just it just muddies the waters. Of like what a Pokemon is and looks like and stuff. Like, get why they're kind of doing it because they literally need to do something. They're seventy-seven games in. Hmm. And you know what the best thing about that sandcastle is, by the way, what? because the breeding mechanics in the game, that sandcastle can fuck another sandcastle and make a baby sandcastle. That doesn't sound like enjoyable sex. That's mm. a lot of sand. Yeah, that That's is a, a lot, lot of sand. sand. But you just, if you, yeah, there will be a daddy sandcastle and a mummy sandcastle, and it will make a baby sandcastle because that's how Pokemon works. Wow. That's not pleasant to think about. Or poor, poor, poor Ditto. Oh, di no, Ditto's, Ditto loves it. Ditto just has sex with anything. Oh my god, I clicked on that straw poll and underneath it's a featured user poll, which is Suicide Squad. Yeah. Best or worst movie ever. Yeah. I feel like there should be a middle ground in that poll. Worst is winning. <laughs> well, they're both wrong. It's not the best movie ever, because it's not Back to the Future, and it's not the worst movie ever, because it's, pretty, it's, it's pretty not Back to the Future movie. 3. Okay, Back to the Future 3 is amazing. Great, fuck you. Oh, Back to the Future 3, fuck it. Fuck you. Fuck off. Oh. Okay, so the voter in, uh, apparently a palm tree is a dragon. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. I'm not having this, okay? So the vote, I John? refuse. I do not... Fox, John, John... Yeah. 
you know, if, if this was Brexit, we'd be leaving the EU. Hey guys, you should all vote no to piss Matt off. Let's see what happens there. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm not exactly invested in, in what the result is. You say yeah. that, Matt, but when it turns... <laughs> we'll see just how invested you really were. I mean, it's currently 16 to 40% right now. I mean, listen to Matt. Matt wants yes to win. Do you want to make Matt happy? Of course you don't. And here come the Nova. <laughs> you see how many people like vote, like still vote yes out of spite to you two? Mm-hmm. It doesn't look like many. That looks like just a lot of no votes coming in there. 42, 43, <laughs> 44. Also, I don't... Come on, I don't... no! <laughs> now I mean, I'm invested. <gasps> oh, my God. Also, I don't know like, exactly what they're doing, but also Meowth apparently in the new game is going to be Super Camp Meowth. Yeah, and Vulpix is, like, blue now for some reason. It's an ice type. I'll give them the new Marowak with the flaming bone is pretty cool. No, that's the, that's the only yeah, one I'm willing to accept. Yeah, the rest can fuck off forever. But the, the sandcastle can can fuck right off. <laughs> the, the fact there is now a sandcastle Pokemon to join the candy floss Pokemon, the ice cream cone Pokemon, the set of keys Pokemon, and the cogs on a wall Pokemon. <laughs> All of them. The set of keys Pokemon. That, that is... Completely, completely. Forty-six percent to fifty-four percent. Come on, no votes. Forty-seven percent. Ooh, I've got some other gaming news. Oh yeah. I didn't know we were doing gaming news. I've got tons of that if we want to talk about games. I've got some other gaming uh, stuff. I got game stuff. I got followed by best fiends on Twitter, and I feel dirty. I think you should do a sponsored video with them, Matt. Okay, John. These are my five top favorite mobile games. The reason Best Fiends is here is because it's my favourite game, not What's because they paid fiends? me. What's Best Fiends? Are you joking? No. I've no fucking clue. I know it's a mobile okay. game. I it's assume it's about matching colours. It's a mobile game that every YouTuber in the mum has done a fucking sponsored video on. Oh, Google the I mean, I'm assuming you match colours. Emma, Wheezy, wait, uh, fuck it, like, everyone. Do you have every, to match four colours together? Oh, is that what you it's do? Just a match, it's a match four, basically. It's a match three. Oh, yes. that piece of shit. Oh, they were the ones with... Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're probably like a 15 grand offer. Fuck that noise. Sorry, am I not supposed to say the numbers? That they, uh, I, I don't know if they've actually genuinely offered... They're, they're the sort of ones that offer the top tier for my my videos, which is about $15,000. Well, they've offered it to fucking everyone. Yeah. Everyone's been taking it, so clearly... If, if everyone's a been taking it, they might have pushed it up to 20000 Thanks for upping me, guys. Yeah, fucking... Mm. I will say, like, did you see um, that Humble is looking at doing a partnership? With what? Um, as in effectively doing like affiliates with YouTubers, except the system they're going to do is they're only doing it if like it's 100% transparent, like they insist their logo and like, you know, sponsored by and whatever is actually in like the thumbnail and stuff. I and used to have a humble store. The interesting thing is, no, it's not the, I don't think it's the store, I think it's the bundles. Um, and it will basically be in the same way that you can use the sliders for how much you want to give to charity versus humble versus whatever. Do we have a no You can actually bundle? choose how much you want to give to... The YouTuber, if they directed you to them, which oh, I actually quite—I quite like that as a system because then it's not only total transparency; people can choose how much, if anything, the person who pushed them there makes. I quite like that as a system. Yeah. That seems very fair and open and transparent to me. Yeah, but they're very fair, and nice, transparent people. Like, if I would ever do anything that was, like, an affiliate link or whatever, I would consider doing that, because I genuinely do almost always buy the bare minimum, the $1 tier, and often the average or above tier for pretty much every Humble Bundle going. And the bare min- I don't think I've ever had one where I haven't bought the $1 tier. 
I mean, I can stop buying them ages ago because I've got all them. Because, like, even if they only need, like, one game, I just give the other two away. Oh, yes. so. I mean, yeah, the, the price you pay for even, like, if, you, if there's a bundle of seven games. Just, like, you know, $1 for one game that I might want and I can just say, you know what, most of this can go to charity. It's like, yeah, why not? Why wouldn't I do this? I mean, I'm a fan of buying those really shit simulated bundles off Bundle Stars. Oh, I, I love buying utter shit off Bundle Stars. <laughs> they don't have a single that, fucking yeah. good game. It's well, all when, shit that I'll never I play. But I love buying to it. Dan. Dan had never heard of it. Never heard of it. They, I've, I've, I've actually talked to someone. They actually wanted to sign me up as an affiliate. It's like, no, I don't want to. Um, but I, I, I love... 50-50! No, it's winning! Yes! Yes! <laughs> We're number one. Palm trees We're are dragons. One. We're number one. Palm trees are trees. <laughs> I mean, we finally got rid of this bullshit that palm trees are dragons, and we can get back to the good common sense that we had before, which uh, is palm trees are psychics. Yes, palm trees are psychics. Wait, that makes that um, that um, vote hmm. now officially is Brexit. Why? Because it changed after I tweeted about it. <laughs> you tweeted. Oh, that's why all the Brexit votes came in. I was like, why did all these influx of votes come in? Uh, Actually, I've decided I don't care about this because, yeah, I have just realised that a palm tree being a dragon doesn't make any less sense li- than a palm tree being a psychic. John, I, I fought like, for you. No, I that's like, what you do. I, I like, Dan, that you broke your Twitter silence to fucking do that. that. my Twitter silence. That was a standard do a thing. That's a call to action post. Like, here's a video and we're live Ooh, now. Ooh, get Captain count. Call to Action here. Captain SEO. Of the yeah, we're going to talk about your CPMs CEO. and your click-through rates. I don't want to talk about fucking my audience fucking retention. C- I don't want to talk about my CPMs during the summer holiday. <laughs> no YouTuber wants to talk about CPMs. Oh my CPMs. god! Like literally, right? There are two points in the year where YouTubers go, "Oh, thank God, I am going to make money this year," and that's summer and Christmas. Yeah. Because at those times, you make enough money to get through the really terrible CPMs of the early year, like January through now to fucking April, May. This summer, like, not a raise, not a, not a fucking drop. And I'm like, well, if Christmas doesn't go up, this company shuts down. Yeah, but Sterling's collapsed. It's all about Sterling collapsing continuously for the next two years until we're at parity with the dollar. Hooray. I'm going to have to start doing... What was that game called? I don't even know it. Best, best fiends. Best fiends. Yeah, I got after do best fiends videos over there. Like, it's the best game ever. I should do that. I should just... Please, just just click on the link below. Rebecca needs more sum-sums. My complete series will just be like anybody that offers me money. <laughs> I just, I just complete my jaunt to self worthlessness. See, it was like those best fiend sponsored videos because clearly the way that the, the advertising company tell them to do it is like, okay, make it look like a normal video and kind of hide it inside the video. So it's like, oh, these are my top favorite like five video game facts, and they sort of like drop it in as one of their video game facts, or like here are my top five well, favorite. Well, be- best fiends is a good game, and you should play it as a video game fact. Apparently, that's a I shit fact. Weezy Weezy it is. That's a really shit fact. And like, like you see, like other YouTubers, that is like, oh, here are my top five mobile apps. It's like you get to number four. It's like, yeah, I really love Best Fiends. Like, like I loved it anyway, even before they paid me. Obviously, I mean, God, I mean, why would I say I love it because they paid me? That'd be ridiculous, you know. Yeah. yeah. Download Best Fiends. No, don't, don't Fact number five: Palm trees are actually dragons. <laughs> no, 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 no. We just fought, John. We just fought this. <laughs> I'm sorry, I've, I'm, I've had my Boris Johnson moment. I've just switched sides dramatically. <laughs> oh, God. John, yeah, yes. you have gaming news, go. What? Do it. Uh, 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 t- uh, uh. Superhot is getting a sequel. Uh. Unfortunately, it's a card game. Oh, well, I do like that. That was an interesting reaction. Can we, just, can we focus on the action? Because I really like Superhot, and I think Matt really likes Superhot. But they fucked over five users. 
So we've both just gone. No. Well, no, because it's not even just because like they fucked over five years. Like I went oh because like historically, good little simple games like that getting sequels always the sequels are never as good as the original. Well, luckily, yeah. this is going to be a bit of an unusual sequel because it's a card game, and they're not saying how it's working yet, but that is an interesting place to take the only move when you move shooty action genre into physical paper cards. Hang on, what's the developer of, of Superhot again? Hang on. Um, mm. Oh, shit, what were they called? Balls, mm. I looked this up. Then uh, I forgot. 64% no right now, guys. Superhot team. Star power. Super hot team, I think is what they're called. Um, team, yeah, apparently that's what they're Wait, called. Wait, someone just said palm trees grow dragon fruit. Is that true? Do they do that? Oh my okay, basically, god! Okay, basically, what? Right. Do they? Side of the pole. What? What? <laughs> where does okay, dragon? Hang on, where, where does dragon fruit come from? I need to fucking know this. Okay, basically, fuck super hot team. Okay, good. <laughs> this is, this, yeah, yeah, but where does it come from? Wait, is is super hot on PS4? Oh, Where does no. it come from? What do you think I am? Fucking player Because it, um... Oh, I don't think it is. You lied to me! It's a typical cactus flower thing on a flipping ornamental plant yeah, on a vine! You fuckers! Dragon fruit hot. doesn't come... Vote no! Vote no! Wait, was is no is no for yes vote no yes vote no well done that's you know a clear the way message. right that that Second Amendment people should vote no when it turns vote yes. leave vote leave for the dragon type of executor <laughs> Alola no right you know the way that everyone's showing off by Gwen Oculus. which one of you two is Gwen oh, God oh wait what? that's that Witcher thing I still didn't say it aloud I didn't I didn't say it aloud in my head I didn't know what it was but I said it aloud I was like oh it's that thing okay. Oh, is Gwen the thing in Witcher that makes it socially acceptable for you to walk into a bar and just put basically a collection of naked postcards of women you've shagged on a table? Yes. Huh. That is that is a interesting thing. Fun anyway. fact, that's also a social uh, sort of thing you can do in Bristol. That's a real fact, that is. If you're in Bristol, just lay down just your, your conquests yeah. on a table and then they'll lay down theirs and then there'll be rules that will come up during the thing. It'd be great. Yeah. Good way of learning it, yeah. Yeah. And in oh, the yeah. Isle of Wight, they don't like Best Fiends because they're wrong, but everyone else likes Best Fiends. It's actually one of my favourite games. That's uh, that's a third fact. What's right Best now. Fiends? Oh, oh yeah. fuck that Best... thing we were talking about. Jesus yeah. shit. Okay, look. I've right. been up you since 5am, we... right? Can we just put... I get up at 5am okay. Look, Matt's now. been up since 6pm, alright? He's got you yeah, trumped here. It took him yesterday to clarify. Really? Why would you want to clarify that? You're not some sort of stock. You're not well, some look, sort of you... I mean, if I've been up for like six hours, I'm really not hungry. I want more cake. Look, look fuck right, cake. <laughs> you know oh, I'm hot. sorry. Have you not had enough cake? No, Was the cake not enough for though. you? Well, no, there's okay, more listen, cake. It's a big cake. Shut your mouths. Shut your mouths. Shut my mouth. How will the words come out? I may as well. There's no known cake Locked. to put in it. You know the way Superhot got paid off by Oculus to be Oculus exclusive? It seems that Microsoft have also paid them for it to be Xbox One console exclusive. It doesn't seem to be coming to PS4. Nice, that's always fun. Superhot is currently on track for global release for PC, Mac, Linux, and Xbox One. Ah, Linux. In Q1 2016. So, missed that a bit, didn't they? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, In other bit. news, rumours continue to circulate of Starcra StarCraft Brood War StarCraft. getting... Starcraft, Starcraft Brood War getting an HD remaster, which will be a fantastic news because Starcraft Brood War has a vastly better campaign than anything that was ever in Starcraft 2. It was genuinely brilliant. 
Never played StarCraft. Never really got into it. I much prefer the slower, basey building kind of real-time strategies. It's so like the pro- the the only real problem with the, like, the original is it like had a couple of big technical limitations. If you actually remade it with the simplified, more lower-level player-friendly mechanics of the new game, I think it would be a lot more accessible. But it's a genuinely brilliant story. Like I think it's some of Blizzard's like best ever storytelling is in Brood War. The story of Sarah Kerrigan's fantastic. Until I... they ruined it at the end of Legacy of the Void, but let's pretend that didn't happen. I have to look up what fucking games Blizzard made now so I can disagree violently with you to make it an entertaining uh, Diablo. World... Oh, yeah, shit, I've been playing that for the first time ever. I'm actually playing a Diablo right now. Which one? Three, the best one, because it's got the highest number in it. On PS4. I'm playing it with Rebecca while we eat cake. It's very fun. Well, it's not very fun, but I've got a massive laser beam, so it's great fun. I love my laser beam. <laughs> It's seriously, it's like, I'm playing it, I'm like... conflicting statements in the space. I'm, like, I'm playing it, I'm like, this isn't a game I'm particularly enjoying, but I really fucking enjoy firing this laser beam off and spinning around in circles. So I'm still in this for now. It's amazing, like, if you just let me fire a laser beam, I'll probably like your game. Mm. That's, a, that's a fact for you. That's perfectly fair. That's all I need, is just to be able to fire a massive laser beam. Oh, wow, they do not make games that I like. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> Well, that is, that is just a big list of games I don't give a shit about. <laughs> Warcraft 3 has a fun story, I'll give it that much. But I think that Starcraft and Starcraft Brood will have some of the best storytelling that they've ever done. Brilliant stories. Ugh. Wow, that's, sorry. that's just horrible. That's the list of like games that are popular that I don't really get. I quite like uh, Diablo 3. That's mm. my thing that I'm saying. If fact, you're sad that you don't get Supop, by the way, next week on PS4, you get Fahrenheit or Indigo Prophecy, depending on what territory you're in. Nobody cares. So you can actually see a digital David Cage address you directly, breaking the fourth wall before the game begins. Wait, does he do that? In yeah. Four, yeah, that's the, that's the tutorial. That is, that is actually how David Fahrenheit Cage, or Indigo Prophecy David begins. David Cage. Cage actually stands up from his little director's chair and talks to you about the game for a minute before it gets to begin, because that's the most exciting opening they could come up with. That's horrible. Because David Cage is some sort of... David Cage is the one man with the ego large enough to take on Donald Trump. David Cage is Peter Molyneux. If Peter Molyneux got one really good review in his career. Mm. That's the thing, because Peter Molyneux just adds to, like... If he... <laughs> <laughs> and I'm um, sorry, I'm allergic to bullshit. And I said Peter Molyneux. <laughs> but um, if any nice segue there, thank you. <laughs> yeah, if if because Peter, Peter Molyneux's games they were quite liked, especially when he was in Bullfrog. But as he was like, I'm Peter Molyneux, and this is my show. His game's kind of shit. But if anyone ever got like a like a massively fantastically good review, that's the sort of level he'd get up to. It's like David Cage level. But David Cage hasn't had those reviews. He just thinks he has. Who still plays his games? Who gives a shit? No one gives a shit. We should move on. I'm now sad because I'm thinking about David Cage. I don't think about David Cage. Ugh. Stop it. Hey, David let's talk about a game you twats like. Apparently there's three seasons of Hitman episodes planned. Yeah, what? two two whole seasons of DLC, which I'm not sure how that works. Because if it's just DLC, why is it arranged in seasons? Why not just keep this releasing DLC? This is the question DLC? I had, because I read that sentence and went, I have no fucking clue what's going on with that game anymore. I didn't know it was doing episodes the pro- and seasons. The, the, the problem with, the, with these seasons, right, is because, is you know, they, they have to call them second seasons. Because if they sell a season pass, if they want to make more, they have to consider it a second season so it's a different season pass. Because otherwise, yeah. it counts the first season pass. So they have to say it's a second season. Yeah, but they've specifically said it's DLC, not a new season, which is re- which is also. We, we just said it was a new season. Hmm. We just established it was a new season. Yeah, but they've called it DLC on Twitter. 
Well, it's they were asked about DLC and they would and they well, were talking about DLC, second the, the, and the, third waves. I mean, the current season is DLC. All of it's DLC. Mm. I mean, honestly, right? You, you can look at it and go, yeah, but I mean, at the end of the day, it's probably it's just more levels. Yeah, I'm it's going to that. be. It's the thing is like when it's done in the new Hitman engine and the new Hitman game. Once it's all done, if we're assuming it's going to be six areas per DLC season, we're going to end up with. 18 levels of roughly the size and complexity that we've had so far, which will make it easily the biggest Hitman game ever, and almost certainly to my mind the best, given I'm already kind of thinking it's knocking on Blood Money's door. The problem is, it's going to all things done cost about four times well, as much say, as Blood Money did at we, launch. We say this, but at the same time, it will be much bigger than Blood Money, and also, we, we, a lot of people have been saying for years about the idea of buying the content you want. Mm. not buying the content you don't want and the idea with this is that you, you can like, if ah, you... no you can't if what? you've bought episode, if you've just bought the intro pack to an individual part of Hitman I think it's actually quite difficult to buy an individual episode without buying the previous episodes if, right. you, if you've just bought the intro pack and you want to go on to buy just Marrakesh but not anything else try doing that because I'm not even sure you can well yeah there is, it's available as a separate product you can put Marrakesh in its own and you can't can you do that? I didn't even realise you could. You can. They're all separate products. And this is the thing. Because you can look at it going, oh, I hate DLC, I hate DLC. But on the other hand, it's nice being able to just pick and choose what you want to buy. And rather than have to buy the whole thing, going, oh, you know what? I don't want the Marrakesh level. Ah, uh, but it's DLC. quite... It's it's a bit difficult to do in Hitman because all of the funnest toys get unlocked through doing levels. But you've no idea when you buy a level what the toy that's going to be unlocked is. Like, no. the unlocks from Marrakesh were all shit and basically duplicates of stuff we, you could already have. Whereas at some point, they're going to unlock, say, the rifle case. And that's going to make a big, huge difference. Or they're going to unlock a super powerful bolt-action sniper rifle that's actually silenced. Or they're going to unlock double silver ballers. And whichever episode those are attached to, you're going to want, because those are the actual important upgrades. Mm. And right now, like, some levels, and you've no idea when you're buying a level, if you're just kind of wanting to have things. Also, it's interesting that it's mixed. The reviews are very not good, are, really. yeah. Mixed for recent and for overall, which I think is actually a bit harsh, to be honest, because I've genuinely been enjoying it a lot. Hit, man. Sales model is a joke, but the episode... Yeah, I gave up the episodes on one by one got discriminated by the company. Hmm. Fucked over buying episodically. Has all the episodes, doesn't have full experience. Can't be. Oh, right. It, it, you don't get the bonus episodes if you haven't bought the season. Oh, yeah. the summer ones. Yeah, but no, yeah, that's, that's, that is a, that's a bit no, poor. They, they, I want to point out, they say that, but the codes I get for it, on, I don't have the season pass for it. I get the codes of the individual like mm. DLC packs, yeah. and I didn't get a code for the summer season. The only code, I've, I've had three codes. One for the intro pack, one for episode two, and one for episode three. So I have the same products as them so i don't know why they can't access it yeah i've i had season i had season pass all along so i had the the summer i mean i've enjoyed i've been enjoying the elusive as well though people who buy it later on console won't get that though i'll admit the the broker is blatantly broken it's a terrible one and basically like anyone who succeeds in that is just clearly a twat and the the best people would lose that mission because of how bad it is fuck you john you know what i spent ages trying to do that silent assassin you criticized me and you fucking yeah, because you spent three hours doing one mission that can be done in 30 seconds. You died. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I decided I didn't want to waste several years of my life doing one mission. Says the man who spends three hours doing Fallout fucking permadeath. No, no fucking kill. 
You only live once, twat. Twat. Fuck it, twat. Fuck you only off, live man. once, twat. <laughs> That's all right. I totally zoned out for a second. I was just thinking about cake. And then I just hear, you only live once, twat. I was like, wow, John McClane stepped down a few things. <laughs> Does Hitman still have that shitty always online DRM bullshit? Kind of. Uh, kind of, but they have fixed it a little bit. Can it kick so me out of the game just randomly? It, it won't disconnect. kick you out of the game No, anymore. it just pauses the game. It doesn't pause the game. No, it, you can still play it. Oh, it used it to. Have they fixed it a bit better now? Yeah, it, it, you can keep playing, but it doesn't kick you out. Like, it won't save properly until you reconnected. Yeah. It's not best, but, you know, whatever. It's better than it was. Yeah. I'm always online. I mean, it, it's a problem, and, like, it shouldn't be, but most people are always online anyway now, so it's less of a problem, but it still shouldn't be a thing. Yeah, it shouldn't be a thing. But it's, it's probably as as little intrusive as it can be at the minute. Yeah, well, I mean, it could not be there at all. Aside from not being there, yeah. it's like, in terms of like a shark in your bathtub, this is really a catfish at this point. What? Why would you want to... You know, I'm not going to question Weird it. analogy. Yeah, I haven't bothered with it because it's not done yet. When it's done, I'll play it. Not a big fan of early access. I mean, to me, it, it, it's, it's, it's not even early access. It, it's, it's like a telltale game. Except it, without any particular story or choices or anything. Yeah. Because the overarching like the, narrative has actually been quite weak, to be honest. Well, yeah, because it's like a Telltale game in that, like, you're not... The core game mechanics, like, on early access. Like, the core game is not early access, but you're just buying the levels. Hmm. I mean, next to, like, next to the escalating sense of desperation and things going wrong that permeated each kind of ongoing level in Blood Money, it's very poor in, in terms of its overarching world-building storytelling. <laughs> Squeak. Stop squeezing breasts, Daniel. Um, no, it is, but like, like the, the the levels are so. I know, Dan, you don't like that. You just like going one with the other. Yeah, I like um, to play a game and then be done with it, as I've established today. I don't well, like going. Oh, let's have a taste of it. It's like it's like a buffet that you can only go to once a week. Hmm. That's what I feel. It's like, oh, I'm gonna have to try these, and then you have to come back a week later. Oh, I'm gonna try these. Yeah, not you mean you. But the, the levels are very good. Mm-hmm extremely well put together yeah and in the most important news this week after six fantastic entries each better than the last the resident evil film franchise is finally coming to a close they have released the trailer for the res the final resident evil film wow Yes. I thought that was just a single film no there was resident evil resident evil apocalypse resident evil Something. Resident Evil something else. Mm-hmm. Resident Evil, I think, Revival or Resurrection was in there somewhere, and now this is Resident Evil The Last One or something. There's been <laughs> six. The last one. It, it's had, like, pretty much every character that's been in the entire franchise, several, sometimes several times. They've garbled literally everything. It bears absolutely no relation to the games whatsoever. Resident Evil, Resident Evil Apocalypse, Resident yep. Evil Extinction, Resident that was Evil one in the desert, yeah. Resident Evil Retribution... And then Resident Evil, the final chapter. Yes. Where they're like, going back to like Raccoon that City. scale up and then that fuck, what do we call it now? Resident Evil, Resident Evil, Apocalypse, Extinction, Afterlife. Retribution? <laughs> well, they've come back to life already. They didn't need to come back to life again, did they? Is it, who is it? Is it just like one character from Resident Evil or is it just like every episode? It's, it's literally all of them, but the main character is Alice, a made up character who's never been in any of the games. Oh, that's good. Then you don't get the confusion with that incredibly well-written story that is the... Uh, hmm. the but Resident every Evil other franchise. character has basically made an appearance. Like, sometimes... Like, Lord characters Salazar even... was in it! Fuck, I'd play that if he was just 
Play that. What's he that? probably was. They did. They kind of ripped off all Resident Evil Four during, I think, Afterlife. They oh, did all so of the Resident uh, Evil Four bits because the Ganado showed up and stuff. So I think that that if um, Salazar oh my was God. there, he, I clicked he Afterlife to read the plot of Wikipedia, and the first yeah. three words were are the Alice clones. <laughs> yes. You see, at one point she gets a whole bunch of superpowered clones, but then they all die conveniently, so they're not there anymore. And sometimes she has superpowers, but sometimes she doesn't, because there's a magic thing that's get, that she gets injected with that either gives her or takes away superpowers. Also, she may or may not be a robot, because sometimes she does little wibbly robot things with her eyes. Please stop. But they've added zombie dragons into this last one. If you watch the trailer, they've added zombie dragons. They've just decided if we're going to end this, fuck it. We're going to end this on the most ridiculous note possible. So they've brought dead characters back to life to be the villains. Including ones who were just like canonically killed on screen. They're just back. Screw it. And zombie dragons are in it. And they're back in Raccoon City for no well-explained reason. Even though it was nuked and everyone's dead. It's, it's going to be amazing. You're very negative, John. Sounds like the worst thing. I ever. am. I. I. If this is on a cinema near me, I will go and see this in cinema to celebrate the end of this magnificent franchise. Because this has just been so much fun. Oh, there's laser. There's laser she has to dive through in the trailer because that was in the first one. Well, you know what? So I'll different. See it and I'll let you all know on the podcast if it's shit. When's it coming out? Is it soon? Probably not. I mean, just saw like a first proper trailer. Probably quite a long time. January 27th, 2017. But basically, it's going to be... Yeah, and, and hopefully they'll bring back Michelle Rodriguez and they'll kind of come up with a reason why she needs to snog Milia Jovovich. Because that sounds like the thing they do. Okay, good. So, you know... Fuck it. I'm not going to question it. Um, it uh, makes more sorry. sense oh, than Panzermadels does. Alright? It makes way more sense than Panzermadels. Good. The tank dating te- simulator. Now we got no, no, we got oh. about, about ten minutes left, so we got to wrap up now. Okay, right. I, I've got a few things I want to talk about. Go. I played that Overcooked game. Okay. It's really fucking good. There'll be a video on that soon. But it's really if you want like a couch co-op game where you realise why Gordon Ramsay swears so much, I recommend Overcooked. It's really it's, it's a really good like set of balance. Like every time you play a level, you don't three star it. But you learn enough to three-star it the second time you play the level, which I think is perfect difficulty. And I think it's very good fun, and I want to play four players. You can play four players on two controllers, and that just seems like endless fun. Oh, that's nice. So that's a, a very good game if you want a bit of couch co-op. I don't, it's not very good single player, but for couch copy, it's very good. Uh, Rocket League is getting another expansion majig with weird silly weapons and stuff. as a different <laughs> game mode where you can fire out comedy gluts. Can stop speaking. You can fire out comedy gloves, you know, like boxing gloves on things, and like basically it gets a bit Mario Kart, which seems kind of fun. But then again, if the weapons are anything like the ball, I won't hit with them half the time. Not three quarters of the time, eight tenths of the time. Uh, oh, that's four fifths. Uh, what else do we have on the news? New PS4 is going to be announced on September seventh. That's uh, doing a big talk and a jig on September 7th, so I assume that's what that's going to be. Uh, Matt's got the T-Virus. Some beautiful Super NES and Disney games are coming to good old games. Oh, yeah. We Aladdin, had... The Lion King, and The Jungle Book, but not Mickey Mania because God is dead. <laughs> Fuck, Mickey Mania was like my, the only good Disney platform I genuinely liked. Like, uh-huh. 
Lion King people just remember because it was so hard that no one could ever complete it when they were a kid. It wasn't actually that good. Mickey Mania was I've genuinely... I've told that story on this podcast of why that's so hard, that opening section, or the giraffe yeah. section. Fuck. Sorry. Wait, what the fuck? Oh. Sorry, never... Oh, never mind. That was weird. Sorry, go on. I went on good old game. It had the No Man's Sky price in like as thirty nine dollars, and I went, "Well, why the fuck is it so much cheaper?" It turns out the the dollar sign, which is meant to be a pound. You haven't seen the latest news from Sterling, have you, Matt? It's not, it's not good bad. news. It's not that bad. <laughs> yeah, Jim Sterling now controls all our currency. I'm fine with that, you know. Yeah, it's definitely an issue for some reason. Yeah, the uh, the Lion King's really hard because people used to rent games a lot back in the day, and you had to mm. only you had to complete a certain amount of the game in a certain amount of time. Mm. And if the games were too short, they had to massively increase the difficulty of some bits, so random failure and stuff. That's why older games <coughs> were harder because of renting. Yeah, but the, yeah, the, the Mickey Mania was the genuinely the good one. It's the one they haven't done because fuck everyone. I like Aladdin. I think Aladdin's very good. Aladdin's actually alright. Aladdin's probably the best of the three in terms of actual gameplay quality. They're a bit expensive on good old games, though, which I thought was a bit off. Mm-hmm. They're like £11 or something? Which oh, is people will pay. That nostalgia. You can down. get away with it. <laughs> the nostalgia crowd will pay good damn money for this. Yes. Yes, we will. Uh, final bit of news. This is a sad bit of news. Uh, we've lost something very important in the game industry that didn't get any... Uh, uh, credit. I didn't see it get mentioned anywhere, but something very important, and I think a big cornerstone of uh, the gaming as a, as an industry has died. Mm-hmm. It's that we didn't get a game for the current sporting event that's going on in Rio that we can't mention the name of for legal reasons. Yeah. Is there not a Mario versus Sonic? The normally there, is. There is a Mario versus Sonic, but I meant like a proper actual one. There's, 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 there's a, a, a skin pack for Overwatch. Yeah, but that's not like I mean, because we had, we had, uh, we had the London 2012 at the sporting yeah. event in London in 2012 that we can't mention the name of for legal reasons. I mean, it's probably that you know um, the city in South America um, <laughs> spent all the money on you know. Slave labor and they didn't have <laughs> enough money to uh, bother. Like, they, I imagine it was like the game developers were like, okay, can we steal the stadium? And like, it's not ready yet. And like, they kept saying that until the Olympics. No. Oh, no! <laughs> Shit! Run! Bobbies will be after until, us. Matt nearly said the, the word we're not allowed to say because people will think we're advertising with it. And international then... sporting event opened. So I imagine they've got Vega, Vega, Matt, Vega. Just sports day. Big sports countrywide day. sports day. Okay, so South American Sports Day. Yeah, South American Sports Day. Yeah, so... Yeah. The NerdQ Podcast is a proud sponsor of Hashtag Rio 2016. No, don't say those things! <laughs> Jesus, fuck! Genuinely, a, a fair few YouTubers have got notices that were like, don't tweet the hashtag, they're copyrighted it, and if they think you're advertising with it, they will sue your dick off. No, legitimately, apparently they've said brands cannot use any of the hashtags, which... The hashtags include the hashtag, hashtag Team USA, which is, is literally trademarked by them. <laughs> Apparently they trademarked fucking Team USA. And, and Trump tweeted that, so, you know, it was good. Yeah, um, but Trump threatens death on his opponents, so, you know, he can do whatever the fuck he wants at the moment. But, um, so there, there was there was that, and then, and then like, it was like, ooh, don't retweet any Olympic accounts. Just say the word! Don't, oh. don't retweet the Olympic accounts. Yeah, don't retweet any of the official accounts. Well, why do they um, have Twitter accounts then? You can, no, brands people, can't do it. Brands, brands can't, do, can't do, it. do it. Yeah, and then um, don't mention the results. 
Am I a brand? Yes. Your Twitter is a brand. Is it? Yeah, How do you Twitter... know when you're a brand? Well, your Twitter is many a true nerd. It yeah. is uh, It is representing your company. And, and that is a company, yes. A and that's what it is representing. Huh. Dan is a cat count. Is, is there a test you can, like, do? Like, you go to the doctor and ask for a test to figure out whether you're a brand or not. See, Dan would be counted as a brand because he's, he's, he's verified. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. But is, is the Twitter handle not Dan? Is it not Dan or rather than... Rather it's than Dan the Cube, but still... It's, it's, it's a, still it's the a, official a, one of the company, thing. Yeah. It's the one linked on the website. Oh, God. What if it's, what if it's your name, but that you work for a company that's listed in the description? Yeah, explode. You just explode on the spot due to bureaucracy. Yeah, it's a bit of a mess, really. Because I'm like, very overly protective about it. Yeah, yeah so, say, so say Amy. Amy. Amy's account is her own account, and it's Amy's account, but it mentions who she works for in the well, description. Look, I, I, I don't think that would be bad, because that's not a corporate No, that's, that's a personal employee. person. Mm. But, yeah, I don't fucking know. An account representing a company. So Dan's account would represent Nerky, your account would represent Do you Nerky, think Mike? that the people who went, hey, let's have the sporting event that we can't mention the name of over in this place where it's really, like, sewage and the water's gone green today. <laughs> That's algae, imagine. not sewage. They've confirmed it's definitely not sewage. <laughs> it's weird that there's algae, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. There, there shouldn't be confirm- algae in an Olympic pool. Yeah, when you have to confirm that something isn't sewage, you're probably not the best place to be hosting such a grand sports day. No. Yeah, it's that's going on right now, and who gives a fuck, to be perfectly honest. But there's no game for it, and that makes me sad. That's what, that's been the cornerstone since the fucking NES. Possibly even earlier. I don't actually know when the first one was. I used to play the old uh, one on the Sega Mega Drive a fair bit. Mm. I mean, last year, like, 2012 was terrible, Maybe call someone a gibbon, but that was it was it was good looking. Oh, it was beautiful I mean, looking, yeah. Graphically wise, it was nice, but about it. It was it was relentlessly horrible and horrific. Mm. Would actually would really fit, but yeah. There's just the there's just the sorry well, which is really weird because it's it's um Sega because I thought maybe it's a rights issue, but Sega make the uh, games for the Grand Sports Day, and they're definitely involved in the Sonic one. You know, I I legitimately think it might be like they just couldn't make the arenas. Like they just couldn't get access. They finished them so late. I legitimately think that. It's possibly just not done yet. Yeah. I was thinking about it. Like, like the the director was just like, "Can we come look at the the arenas? Like, they're not done yet. What, what, when? Right now, they'll be done soon. When soon? Uh, it's, it's opening in like five days. That's the <laughs> opening ceremony. Well, Quick, fire the security stuff. Uh, okay, yep, yeah, we have another couple of minutes, so wrap up now. Okay, any, wrap any up warm, guys, wrap up warm. Right, quick fact, I'm going to check out what the most recent piece of news is on the internet. John, do you have anything? No oh, Man's Sky uh, streamer uh, finally finds the last species on a planet in one perfect moment. Thanks, Polygon. That's news. The bunker is bringing back flipping live-action recorded kind of video games. I think it's kind of cool that it's nice to see them back after so many years. SMV games. Yeah. yeah they, they died for a reason. That's because they were universally shit. Yeah, but it could be a really fun train crash to watch, so I'm going to look out for the bunker. I think it could be interesting. <laughs> it's always fun to watch a train crash up front if you can see it coming. Uh-huh. Get yourself a nice seat with an umbrella and some lemonade. Yeah. Yeah. And a, some sort of bullet shield for all the metal shards. Mm-hmm. For all those... Thanks for your contribution there, Matt. That was imagining pain. <laughs> and obviously, like you know, bit of a busy rest of August, really. Obviously, Nuka World is next week, as is Hitman Episode Four in Wait, Thailand. Is next week. Yeah, that's what I heard. Nineteen. What? I didn't think it was that soon. Ooh, that's uh, good. That's 
That's what I've been seeing it listed as. Well, fuck me, right? Okay. I think it's next Tuesday, same day as Hitman 4, and then a week after that, Deus Ex. Oh, well, tip my blanket. Oh, who gives a fuck about Deus Ex? That's the day that uh, Grow Up comes out. It's going to be a busy second half of August. What the fuck? I didn't know all this shit was coming out. Fuck me. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's next Tuesday's Nuka World. Let's see if we've got anything to find out confirmed August date. Was dead. I thought everything was coming out in September. Oh, God, no. It's definitely August. It was always August. Uh, but I'm pretty sure it's imminently. Fair enough. Oh, I'm impressed. There we go. Cool. Nice. Uh, admittedly, I am seeing a lot of mentions just of August, but I've seen, like, I think it on, like, the Steam release, it's listed as August 19th. I'll Let's put see. money on it being 26th. Because the other one came out at the end of the month. I say nineteen. the right date. Whichever one next Tuesday is, whatever date next Tuesday is. Well, next Tuesday would be. Hang it was on. like the fifteenth or the sixteenth or something. That would be the sixteenth. Sixteenth on Steam. It's just listed as August. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd say twenty sixth. I really hope so. Oh God, no! Don't make it crash with Deus Ex. That's even worse. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. It's gonna happen. It can't crash with Deus Ex. That's not fair. Someone says, Dan, please complete Grow Up. I'll never grow up! Oh, you mean the game. Sure, I'm, I'm definitely <laughs> going to complete Grow Up. And I might make a video on it too, if you're lucky. Mm. <laughs> How much, did you really enjoy the late game of Grow Home that much? I felt it was a bit boring when it was just collecting the final few seeds after you collected like the first few and you got back to the spaceship. I was fueled by the anger of not being able to find the last one. Yeah, I found it really, I found it a bit annoying to be honest, searching around for the last few. So I never actually completed. Grow I liked Home. it because it made me sort of it made me realise just how much the levels were sort of built to actually comb every section and separate every level bit was like divided off into chunks. So you could actually scan like every little tiny section of it. Mm-hmm. And that and it, so I knew it was just like one of the little floating chunks out there, so I could fly between them and stuff and get the last yep. little bits. I, I really hope Nuka World comes out next week, actually, as I thought it would. Because if it doesn't, I don't actually have any videos ready for next week. I just kind of <laughs> set the week aside saying, fuck it, that'll be Nuka World week. Well, I've got... Did you ever... My, my, uh, my, on my plan for this week, on the Saturday, I've got Saturday, No Man's Sky, and then it's crossed out, and I don't know if I've just written, fuck. Yeah, I've got, I've got fr- Friday and Saturday, just kind of like, No Man's Sky, question mark? <laughs> and if it, if it doesn't show up, fuck it, I don't know. <laughs> Something else. John, did you, have, did you ever play San Andreas, John? Huh? Did you ever play San Andreas? Uh, no, but I did recently download it. Disappointed in you. Well done. What? What? I, how? Where do you think I'm going to fit it in right now? In the week that you have nothing in. Fit it in well, your ass. I can't do in a single single week. Can you? It's a big game. I'd need to like set aside weeks and weeks. It would be like a Saturday series. It would run for months. Oh, you want to complete it? Oh. Well, complete at least the main story. Not 100%. I mean, it's, a, it's a very long game. <laughs> exactly. That's why I'm not going to try and do it. Actually, I might oh, I could do The Witcher finally. I could finally do The Bloody Witcher. Maybe I'll just play Mario and Sonic at the Rio Olympics and I'll put hashtag Rio16 in the video title and see how long it stays up. Oh my god. So, new Pokemon have leaked. For oh, Pokemon Sun and Moon, including no. one that is an anus with no. some purple spikes on it. Yeah, that sounds about right. I'll link it in the live streamy thing so you can see it. And apparently a different Raichu. I'll put it in the description of if you listen to audio only. 
Just assume that if you're listening audio only and we reference a picture that like Raichu's got a suntan. This might this is this says it's a rumor thing, but who cares? I like the anus with the things on. Raichu became psychic, and then there's a blob. An- it's an anus. Then that is just that. That actually, you're right. That is actually an anus with some pink. I hope that's not with real. Pink it's a pink caution with an anus. As well. I like more lol. That is some suspiciously phallic pink things sticking out of an anus. <laughs> Yeah. Nintendo, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> For fuck's sake, what even is it supposed to be based on? They don't have anything to base them on anymore because they just ran out. They've run out of everything. They ran out of sandcastles. <laughs> Do you reckon they're playing No Man's Sky right now going, we'll have that and that and that? There's going to be a one, one kind of cynicalization. You know what? Fuck it. You know what? Maybe we'll just make a Pokemon out of a bag of rubbish. How would that be? Oh, sir, sir, we, we did that in the fifth generation already. <laughs> we, we, it was called Trubbish, sir. Fuck it. I'm <laughs> getting. I'm going home. Someone get my keys. Wait a minute. No, done that. Fuck. Somebody called my wife. All right, I'll get her. Uh, Jinx. Yeah, he's coming home. He's coming home. He's coming home. There's a Nanus on the screen right now. Actually, this is this is this is worth to m- mention as well. Pokemon Go has completely faded out. Well, of course it has. It's exactly what I said it would do. It wasn't good enough, and it's broken. I mean, they're patching it and shit, but who gives a fuck? Yeah, but like it made eight times move. more money than Candy Crush did in its first month. Yeah, the problem it, is though, it, that's pretty much all money it'll make. Yeah, yeah. Candy Crush is still making a bunch. I of haven't money. played it in a week and a half. Well, that's the thing. Is it was a, it was exactly what I said it was. It was an interesting novel concept with no gameplay whatsoever, and so people are going to go away from it. Yeah, pretty it's a lot much. Of cheating apparently, like people are just finding gyms with just these like ridiculously over high level things. Oh yeah, I I saw like level twenty five to thirty Dragonite soon after it came. It's like no, you did not find that many Dratinis in three days. But here's the thing, right? Here's the wonderful, wonderful thing. Here's the amazing, wonderful thing. It's like now I just can't play it. If I wanted to start it up, I can't play it because everything's been taken over and there's no actual gameplay for me. Yeah. So people who have played it aboard, the people who want to play it will never get anywhere. It's done. And so is this anyway. podcast. Good night, everybody! Ending on a depressing note there. <laughs> I'll end it on a better note. Overcooked's really good. So is Azuzur Bazural. I don't know what that was. Abzu. Abzu. Just Abzu. Abzu. That's mm. the monkey from Aladdin. Wait, no, hang on. No, that's the one who runs the corner shop in Simpsons. Or is that Mo? Stop. I'm very confused right now. Goodbye, everybody! Good night from all of us, the heroes of Canton, the men we call Jay. Which one's Jane? We all are. We're all Jane Jane. now. Hashtag we are. Hashtag we are all Jane. (laughs) What? Claire hasn't made me a cake. Hang on, just a second. I need to just just sort this out. Claire! Sort out your woman, John! Claire, can I have a cake, please? Right now? Yes. No! <laughs> <laughs> I'm making me three costumes. You are the worst person. <laughs>